love music, live sport. Talking football with Bill Young, Hugh Burns, and Gordon Young on Rock Sport Radio. I wonder if we could change it one week and make it Bill Burns, Hugh Young, and Gordon Young, or Bill Young, Hugh Young, and Gordon Burns. Bonds, what was he in? We have the, uh, he was in uh, Captain you? Factor. Oh, I see you, you t- I was asking Youngie. No, I was watching a cowboy film that night. <laughs> With Bill in it. Ah, here we go, here <laughs> well, we go. Just to let wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Just to let the listeners know, obviously, who are watching on there. Let's do a verse, let's do a verse of Deeply Dippy with Right Said Fred. Come on. Hey, listen, I'm no joking. I walked in the studio tonight and the big man's sitting there. And I thought, where's the horse? He's double denim. He's denying this it. This isn't You've denim. You've Kenny Rogers on. Oh, this this Rogers isn't denim. Anybody that's watching him right now, no, take a take a look. Bill Young is double denim. That isn't denim. He's going to light and dancing with Alec Hosper at the end of it. Alexander Parade somewhere. There'll be some wee YMCA they'll be giving it large. It's a shootout. That's <laughs> a shootout. Oh, Tin Pan Alley, the full oh. thing. They're up, they're up for it. I'm telling you, he's got a horse out there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, horses are horses. I'm telling you. There's an answer to that. At least, at least I can get one. Why the long face, Bill? Why the long face? Uh, you not dig it. I will. Double denim. Right. How you double? Name out of that, thanks. Whoa, there, partner. Whoa, whoa. Uh, right, OK. But talking football for this Monday. Brilliant. Uh, why is my my thingy's fine, sound strange? Do you do you Headphones sound strange. No, maybe your holsters in the way. My... <laughs> That's not my holster. <laughs> Good one. Uh, keep something in it, but it's not a gun. Aye. <coughs> uh, listen, uh, might sound. These sound weird. Do they? I don't know. Oh, that's why I've not got them plugged in properly. Oh, that better. Ah, that's me. I'm back to normal now. I feel. I feel as if I've been restored to normal service. Good, good. I, thought, I, I just we circle of wagons. I just pushed it halfway in. Force a habit. Aye. Uh, Aye. Let me. Let me just uh, well, tell that you. Reminds me of the broke back mountain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like... What? <laughs> This is I mean, it. I like the broke back mountain reunion. Tonight, <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh, uh, talking football. Never wear double denim again. It is not denim, you pillock. Uh, it looks double denim. Look at anybody. You've went worldwide. There'll be four girls. There'll be four girls. Let me ask you. Let me ask you listen, this. Let me girl, ask you this. Wait a America, minute. Wait a minute. The outback. How do you get striped denim like that? Youngie, if you go to jail. How do you get striped denim like that? <laughs> you go to jail. It could be Papa Young. <laughs> I'm telling you. They, they were round away. They were hoops. Aye. Aye. Listen, they'll be cowboys here in Texas who ain't watching us live. Do you know the Facebook. first thing you buy when you if you go to jail? Hmm. What's the first thing you would buy? What are you looking at me for? No, I'm just asking, <laughs> what's the first thing you'd buy? If you go to jail? Aye, if, you were, if, you, if you, they said to you, you can take one thing in with you, what would it be? Sky. Sky? Aye. <laughs> And I've got Sky anyway. What would uh, you take? If uh, you could take one thing in, what would you take? A bird. A vest. Soap and a rope. <laughs> <laughs> Soap and a rope, I'm telling you. <laughs> that sounds as if you're talking for experience. Soap and a rope. Remember, you used to get soap and a rope. Well, I'll tell you, if you ever go, don't go dress like What a ridiculous thing that was. Soap. Unless... <laughs> <laughs> you were in the bar, L. Soap and a rope. Uh, talking anyway. fo- listen, let me do this. Talking Talk, football. Talking cowboys. Talking football. Mm-hmm. Um, 
on DAB Digital Radio, online at rocksportradio.co.uk, on your smartphone and your smart speaker, yeah. uh, using the TuneIn and the Radiogram apps, and you can watch us live as we broadcast and stream on... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You'll need to rope him in, Bill. Do you any idea what you look like? <laughs> eh? Hey! <laughs> you can watch the stream live on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Periscope for this Monday night. Hugh Burns and Gordon Young in with us. We're looking back over uh, the weekend and the, the fixtures thereof. So, firstly, we'll start by taking the smile off you. Yeah, well, I think we'll just skip the Scottish ah, Cup. It's an overrated like tournament. It's a like crack shirt, shirt Bill. <laughs> Nothing like Denon at all. It's, it's a lovely wee texture. I knew on. that would change it. I knew that would change it straight away. No, come on, you've got to talk us through Ockham Lake. Cove Rangers, new assistant manager at Cove Rangers, of course. Was <laughs> <laughs> ex assistant manager at Cove Rangers. Uh, hard place to go. Tucker's got them well drilled. He knows what he's doing. Uh, it's not the first rodeo that he's been to. Uh, so talk us through it. You're at the cup. <laughs> I, 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 I That's could, it. <laughs> that was that was a short conversation. I could dress it up any way you want, but if, if I'm been totally honest, I, I give him a lot of credit because never would I imagine Oaken Lake would play that system um, in the league games because it'd be so dominant. And they were very disciplined. They played nine behind the ball. Definitely going to play in a counter attack, um, and it worked for them. They had one real attempt and goal, and they scored in the 88th minute. And read the paper yesterday; they're through. We're out. So maybe no naivety in our part because we were in the front foot and we were still looking to, to close out the game, try and win the game. And just a wee, wee relapse at the back. I'd have been quite confident uh, to go up to Cove next week. Uh, but all credit to Auchinleck for snatching a 1-0 one win. Young, he's obviously had them watched. Did, you know, was that a change of plan for them? Aye. Did they hit you with something you were probably not expecting? Well, you've played, I've played there. It's a tight part. The, the the surface was excellent, um, crowd was great behind them, it was a cracking Scottish Cup uh, atmosphere, um, but we, we're restricting our width, uh, or the ability for us to go wide, they, they, they jump back to the middle of the park and, uh, and they sat, we have very, very low low block. Having said that, we still 20 attempts and goals, so we, we couldn't really complain how we played, um, just tightening up a wee bit more um, on, on that counter-attack, it's like the old... Muhammad Ali on the ropes taking your punches taking your punches and then boom they hit you with a sucker one and you're that's you peace good dressing room at the end of the game uh, it wasn't nice but um, I think that's the level we're at if you're uh, you've got to accept defeat and, and, and I remember I was down at Sheffield United um, the owner saying to the incumbent manager if you want promotion get knocked out of the cups early now I'm not saying we, we tried to get knocked out but the complete focus for us now is the league we're a quarter down, nine games down, top of the league. If we get the same points yield for the next three quarters, then we'll be we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But the big thing, you know, confidence, you're not wanting to get beat. Um, whether you get beat 5-0, 2-0, 6-1, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, the habit's there. Um, so let's now focus on the league. And it's a stupid old cup anyway. We'll <laughs> <laughs> be watching another the round there. Scottish Cup. I'll yeah. be watching it. It's uh, it's no for me. Uh, so, so, you know, predominantly through your career, you, you, you were in the juniors. You know how the juniors work. Do you see a big change in the juniors? For, you know, I had, a, I had a couple of seasons at the end of my career as well with it. And then it was probably more of the old pros and what have you. What do you see the difference for when we played junior to where it is nowadays? Well, I'll be honest, I've not seen many games, um, but if, if I'm judging Talbot, Talbot, it's, 
you know, it's not nice to label people, you're a junior player, you're a senior player, you're an amateur player. They're a good team. Mm-hmm. So regardless of where they're playing, they're a good side. But what I was quite in reflection, uh, uh, to give them credit, was how they changed their game plan. And their game plan was n- to sit back and try and absorb our pressure and hit us on the break. So that's something that I wouldn't believe they would be doing week in, week out. No, they'll 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 be the dominant force in the league to play and they'll be 100%. on the ball going to break the other team down. The other team will go and sit and like use you know, obviously they did on Saturday. So all credit, Tucker's a wily old fox, he's been there sixteen years, he knows that system. In fact, obviously, you know, Young he done his homework, they had them looked after they speak to people in the game that, you know, through the juniors and you know, they did their homework. Well they thought they did, they did. To an extent, but but Tucker's come up, you know, Trump way going. We're going to sit and come and beat us. I had him on last week, and I said to him, "Are you doing anything different?" He said, "No, no, we we'll just prepare as normal, and you know, we'll play our normal game and all the rest of it." And he is—he's he's a master of the sleight of hand at times, Tucker, uh, and that's why he's been so successful. But. To be fair, it wasn't even funny. I know we were playing on words because you two were having a field day with my shirt and my denims and things like that. Beautiful. But it isn't his first rodeo. You know, he's been down this road before. Only a year ago, Air United went out of the cup well, of the fans. you were away at the time. I think you'd have been in Latvia when they, they beat yeah. Air 1-0. Thoroughly deserved to beat Air. Um, that was a wee bit different that day because they had a go at Air. Yeah. And Air had a go. It was kind of, you know, end-to-end stuff. Um, so they've obviously looked at maybe the goals that Cove's scoring and going. Well, make, that's the point you know, I was going to make. They've obviously looked and seen how many goals you've been putting yeah. in the back of the net yeah. and thought we're going to expose ourselves here if we don't do what we. I think we I th- did. I think looking at it, and looking at you know both teams that that Cove are not at the top of the second division for nothing. They're scoring goals, free flowing football, good players, Fraser Five A players like that, Fraser Aird, you know these guys. That they're recruiting. Is that a prerequisite to play for Cove? Your name must be Fraser. I don't know. Fraser uh, somebody. Free Fraser Borough. Um, <laughs> you know. The Brock. <laughs> Aye. So, you know, they'll be disappointed. I, you know, I mean, I'm expecting. I, I was sitting in Motherwell game and it was late on. I was sitting with KB and KB's like, what's happening to my youngest team? I says, it's still it's late on. He went on the bottom of the road, get a draw, bang, 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 you're in the next round. And I think that must have been obviously in their thoughts later on. I mean, you're losing a goal late on. Um, but I tell you, all credit, I know Youngie's here and we'd like to have seen them going through, but to, for the job that, that, that Tommy Sloan has done, for, for him not even get a, a sniffy, a senior job, I think some people look in the junior game a wee bit derogatory. And I think there's a lot of good guys going about the juniors as well who could probably take that wee step up rather than the same old, same old, same old, all getting different wee jobs and take a wee chance with some of these guys. At the end of the day, Tucker might not have wanted to do it, but I'm only saying, you're 16 years at Auckland Lake Talbot, winning everything. I don't know how many times he's won the cup. Willie Knox was a famous manager there before. I think I asked him, I think it's about seven or something like that. Phenomenal, phenomenal. And by the way, according to all reports, very, very simple. Uh, philosophy in the game and in training mm-hmm. it's very simple it's no and Tommy doesn't complicate it and he's just kept it very simple but great result but I thought I thought Cove might have just sneaked that one to be fair right let's move on <laughs> <laughs> Hartley's listening anyway did the manager have plenty to say then the game are you the ranter is the manager the ranter nah I, we had this conversation the players don't accept ranting anymore Deep down, I, I think, I mean, I want to have the way back. What do you mean the players don't accept it? That's the life we're in now. That's the generation players, we're dealing players with. Players don't accept a run. I'm sorry, I... Well, the, the Bunnett told you that. I'm telling Bunnett you. told you that ages well, ago. Somebody's no doing it. <clears throat> yes, and I've got to say, we'll, we'll probably go into games, you know, there was there was mistakes happening yesterday at the game I was at. There was mistakes happening. I've got to say, we Robinson likes a wee rant at Motherwell. Still a wee rant. Can he hold the school? 
some of his mother old boys were taking it and taking it tight, I've got to say. Dinging them when they come off, no shaking their hand and all that. I know it's that a couple of times. But I, I don't, you know, you listen to Roy Keane yesterday ranting about players cuddling in the tunnel before they get down into the, you know, and I'm old school. I, I like to listen to Keane and, and that and probably use that as well. But the game has changed. Youngies at the sharp end, he sees it. I think it's quite difficult for older pros and guys who've been in the game a long time to adjust to that ball. Yeah, but listen, here's the thing, and I'll, I'll throw this out there because I've said it before, I'll say it again. Not all changes progress. No, I, I, I would agree, Bill. I think there's nothing better than clearing the air and gain a player he's, you know, an earful if they deserve it. I, I, I just think that, you know, the mod of coddling and cuddling and. I just think players know, are stuff. quick to be critical of managers and other people. Why shouldn't they be criticised? And why shouldn't they be criticised in the same way? Yeah. I mean, for me, you know, you look. Well, here's the example I'd give you, and it's a simple example Manchester United. Mm-hmm. Old school manager, Fergie. They were at the top of their game. You bring in these guys that are supposedly, you know, more enlightened and do it this way and do it that way. You never hear any of Ferguson's ex-players slagging them off, even the ones that went head-to-head with him. Yeah. Ever. Keane will be quite opinionated, but still got a lot of respect for him. I, th- I think if you're honest, unless you've been in dressing rooms and managers have went absolutely off their lid. And I've been in dressing rooms where people have been pinned up in walls and I've seen, you know, tempers, language... Body contact and society's moved on. And I'm not saying I know how I felt. I'm beside myself on Saturday night. I've got to go to the gym on Saturday. I phoned my mate on the way back down the road. My wife phones me right away and says, Well, nobody bothered going out then. I went, No. But I phoned my mate Pepsi and I said, Right, we'll go to the gym. We've got to be boxing gym. Because I'm livid. But before maybe managers would vent that in the dressing room and they would get it out of their system, where I wasn't, it wasn't out of my system until I could go and expend a bit of energy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's maybe the difference now in, in the culture. Well, let me ask you a question, and it's a straightforward question. Why should players not get the sharp edge of a manager's tongue? Why? I can't answer that. Political I correctness? I don't think that. I, I, well, that can't happen in every day. You know, why, why, why would... Why, especially... And I'm not, this doesn't apply, obviously, on Saturday, but, you know, especially with players that are highly paid players, why should they not get the sharp edge of somebody's tongue? I, I can only comment on my experiences and being at a Premier League club I was horrified at one spell when we weren't doing well and there's no the calling out for players somebody makes a mistake you go over so much in training people's responsibilities this is your job at set pieces you've got to look after him you, you know that's your guy you know it's number 16 you know his name You know this is Dundee United we're really talking about now when you're there I don't the know no. yeah, just say Aye. it come on end of day everyone knows where you were so. I couldn't believe that how they would accept that they didn't carry out their duties. And I saw a difference in him, because he's a strong, strong character. But even he kind of accepted that he couldn't go off in one, because we'd have lost some of the players. And that, that's the nature. I, I look at Cove, and we've got some terrific players, some terrific boys, and you try and print a, con- a, concept, a, a concept of, we're going to have to start working <coughs> tomorrow again, we're going to have to prepare for the next league game, we're actually way out in front in the league. How do we keep that? If I give, if I tear a strip off you, Bill, and no knowing you that well, I think that might be a secret. You go back to the Fergie, I go back to the guys that I worked for, and they knew you, they knew your character, where I don't know these guys as well now. So maybe when you've, you've been in a wee while, maybe you're, when you're, you're, you've got more of an understanding um, and longevity with a player, then you can have a go at them. Mm-hmm. But right now, I don't know if 
some of these people can handle. I'm just wondering, like, were you and I were you and I listening to the same Peter Crouch interview the other day on the radio when he was talking mm-hmm. about his book? Yeah, and he came out with, and I, I honestly nearly drove up the grass bank and the, on the M74. He said, uh, "You got to remember, we don't carry our own passports." And the boy said to him, "Yeah, but you don't pack your own underpants, do you either?" And he said, "No." Somebody packs for them. Well, somebody packs for them. What do you mean? Well, when they're going away on club trips? Yeah, an international duty. Somebody packs for them. They don't pack their own gear. But that's that's normal at the dressing rooms anyway. Going to a match. No, I'm not talking. I'm, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about them. Leisure, the yeah. casual gear. Yeah. yeah. I don't believe that. It's what he said. Nah, he did say that. He did. He said that. Wait, maybe he meant his wife packs for No, no. No, he no. never said that. He said somebody at the club packs for you. But see, when you get to that level and sponsorship's so high, they'll be having to wear certain things on certain days. Right, and they'll be given a trolley dolly. Aye. And in it will be everything in it. And you're right. I, I know a story about a player that turned up at Glasgow Airport with his family. And his wife says to him, right, we're going here. Where's the passport? And he hadn't a clue. Because... He was used to getting told to stay there, mm-hmm. and all the passports were produced, were put up front. Of and the he secretary. got called forward. And you, right, that's you. We go through, and we're and we're chartered. We're not waiting, Joe Public. So, and his missus says, "Well, where's the passport?" He left it at the club because he just hadn't it in his checklist that that was something he had to do. So that you have the other days got to wear you no know, horses for courses. Double denim on a Monday. You're looking at Belfast. You're saying horses. Double denim on a Monday. That's it. Job done. That's why he keeps talking about Spurs. <laughs> hey, douchebag. I'm, I'm wasting it. Oh, very good, very that? good. But no, he actually said, no, I don't... He says, you don't even... Um, he says, you don't even uh, pack your own underpants. He says, no. In general, kids have come... Like, you're signing kids at six and seven and you're bringing them through them in the academy and you're looking after them and they've got gear for an early age and they're lifted and they're laid and all the way through, they've never, and they're all get told to play equal game time, and then they come into the big bad world, and they maybe don't pick up a runner, or they, or they don't follow an instruction, and nobody turns around and, and calls them out anymore. That's that, that's a fact. If you look at the England camp, do you imagine Gareth Southgate going off his seat at MD? Well, no, we don't. But no. I, I still I still think that, you know, having, having a pop at people who who are earning, um, you know, big dough, and... Uh, they're not doing the business. I'm pretty sure that they, w- they would be able to take a wee bit of flack, but yeah. See, they, talk, they, talk about flack. There was a, another example. See that game on Saturday. The being done. There was a great crowd at the game. There was great atmosphere at the game, and see their banter. Their banter was totally acceptable. Mm-hmm. It wasn't poisonous. It wasn't. Uh, no, they're it, good people, didn't it? It was, you know. it was good. Hearty and, and they were getting a doing. I mean, we I'm surprised. Have you got Charlie Richmond on tonight? No, no, tomorrow. And tomorrow, uh, big Charlie next referee comes on, Aye. and he uh, talks us through some stuff that happens at weekends. So I was kind of expecting maybe he was on it because Young had been at Ockham Lake. No, no, we'll have him on. Uh, we'll have him on tomorrow. Yeah, I, I, the game is. I just, I, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. You know, you're a man. It's a man. Well, maybe it's not a man's game anymore. You know, you look at the, the physicality of the game, the way that the ball's as light as a feather, you know, the boots they wear, everything's it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and and now you, you can't you can't shout at players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if all clubs have got HR departments now and they've got you know, agents are quick to pick up on if you you were 
over abusive towards one of their clients and, and everybody's looking for a wee angle. No, nobody's, nah, that's, that's unkind, but there's not a lot of people will accept responsibility. I don't know the last time I saw somebody really in the dressing room put their hand up and say, aye, sorry about that. Right. that. That was my fault. Which you had today, Shug. Mm-hmm. You had today, if somebody told you, you need to track back, you need to match him, and you knew, I knew if I lost the ball, which wasn't the often. No, I had to run back. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was terrified to be a goal scored because I knew it would come back on me. And if the, the play got broke up, you were absolutely delighted. And you would say to your teammates, <clears throat> thanks a lot, brilliant, because I'd help him out. But if the, un, if the unfortunate thing happened and you lost a goal because it's something you didn't do, I, I'm terrified. But it's just the same as players deciding I'm not going to play for this manager. I, I don't want to play, I'm not going to play international football for this particular manager. Manager changes, all come back again. I wouldn't even be talking to them. Yeah. But you know, you don't pick and choose when you play for your country. It's all very picky. It's all very correct. This it's, player you know, power gone mad. Well, you know, players can players players can do what they want because the bottom line, you know, the the, the big nuggets are still going in the account week in week out, regardless whether they're on the park or not. And that's that's what's the right. difference. Is. Players can do what they like. Mm-hmm. Team doesn't he do well? Mm-hmm. Who gets sacked? The manager, hundred percent. But the manager, players can do, do what they think, like. And do you think the players, think the players worried about that? But players can do what they like. That's not right. I know it's not right, Bill, but it's no uh, no change. It's it, the same. It's the same at every, every every level, really. I think you know, and I think the higher the tee, that the players are just. I'd love to be in a dressing room now, where mistakes have been made by certain players. And stand and listen and to see how managers address these players now. Because I know, being at the sharp end, uh, John Gregg, Joe Wallace, Graham Soonis, Wee Doddy, Big Leash, Stainrod, Burley, name them all. And, and I've seen blows and I've been toe-to-toe with most of them. Most of you. You've, <laughs> you've got that many managers that could be a team on their own. You know, and... and yeah, you get most of them sacked. Aye, yeah. exactly. Got them all done, Matt. Um, so, you know, it's it's different. I'd, but I'd love to be a flying. I'd love just to stand in it, sit in it and go... Young, you've obviously seen the crossover. I mean, looking at it now, comparatively, what do you think the most effective style of management is? And I'm not saying that you shout at every player, but, you know, the good managers knew the ones to cuddle and the ones to stick their boot up their backside. It seems to me now you've not even got that option. What you have got, which we didn't have, is, and it's a very important tool if you use it right, is the video analysis. You can't hide for that. So you can highlight players' non-conformances by, by using the video. Yeah, but you still have to then hope that those players accept it. Well, that's that's down to character again. You've got to find a way that now m- maybe it's easier for me to say to you, look, Bill, that's your runner there. Um, when we're in a, in a, in a, a an analysis situation, rather than me in front of everybody in the restroom call you, maybe I'll get more out of you. Um, be just choosing that 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 pathway, and that seems to be. I'm not. I'm not being disrespectful, but there's guys at every club now that they've got so many video analysts that's. There's so many supplementary staff, so they're using all these type of people. But most of these people are coming um, graduate educated, so they're coming from uh, a different mentality. Mm-hmm. So they're using the guided discovery, they're using the the, the pictures <coughs> to, to to highlight mistakes. Nobody, Na- I don't think, accepts mistakes anymore. There's always a reason. There's always a park. It's always which is the point I've just made. Aye. 
but I, I think it's that, all like showing it and calling it out and saying that was your runner and that was that and this was. It's whether they're going to accept that it's down to them, and it's all like having all these boys that are analysts and all the rest of it. But it's a bit like PowerPoint presentations. You don't win games on videos. You know, the videos show you why you've lost the game or whatever. Well, the video, when you're doing well, you can highlight the good things. And I think that's an also an important thing. You've got to have a balance. You've got to look. You can't just keep showing them negativity because you'll lose them. Well, that's right, because so, it, they don't want to come into those no, meetings. No, but what you, so what you try and do is you try and show them there's a sandwich effect. Show them something good. And then give them a sandwich. The can I come to the next one? I love a good sandwich. <laughs> You're going to a hoedown after this. <laughs> it'll be it'll be fried beans. It's going straight up. And sausages. Yes, you meet the colonel. <laughs> but that, that's what we do. Good. The bit, the bit you want to highlight in the middle, which wasn't the good bit, mm-hmm. and then finishing a good bit. Mm-hmm. So, was it a positive sandwich or something? Caught? When would you? When would you rather be? When positive would you, sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Every day is a school day, sure. Ah, yeah, no, no, that's true. It's, it's you, you, you start with a, the, the, you know, you always finish on a positive. Really? Yeah. No. You would do that around the campfire. I would. I would. Blazing saddles. I, oh, <laughs> I remember the bean sequence in blazing saddles. <laughs> What a great sequence, that movie, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> favourite one, isn't it? I love it, I love it, absolutely. But it's, it's you, you do, you're supposed to finish on a positive. Right. And I always say, I'm positive, you're rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Good. All right, well, look, that's kind of interesting, just catching up on what it's like in a dressing room these days. Oh, thanks very much. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it a, listen, it was educational for us. We like to do these things occasionally. We get behind the scenes and we dig a bit. Get dirty. Yeah, you're here for. We've had people. <laughs> <laughs> we've had people on. We've had people on talking about all sorts of different things. So has beans usually go. <laughs> baked beans for Right, I'm going to take a break and then we'll come back and we'll look at the fixtures because there's plenty to talk about. Have you ever lost money on an investment? If a high street bank persuaded you to buy a stocks and shares ISA, unit trust, or investment bond, and you lost money, Goodwin Barrett may be able to help you get back thousands of pounds in compensation. We've already helped thousands of people just like you claim back millions of pounds. Even if you don't have the investment anymore or the paperwork, Goodwin Barrett make it easy to find out. Text GOOD to 6677. Text GOOD to 6677 now. The list of things you need to do gets longer at this time of year, whether that's for the house or in your business. So take one thing off your list right now. Your septic tank could need emptied. Let Grant Henderson Tankers empty your septic tank in the home or work, farm, factory or workshop at very competitive rates. We are septic tank specialists, experienced, safe and dedicated to environmental safety with our own licensed disposal site. Find out more at wemovesh.it or call 01698 284 987. Grant Henderson Tankers, let the experts manage your waste. Have you picked up the Feel the Heat brochure from your local plum base? Get one today and take advantage of great offers, including Polypipe's Polymax 100-piece fittings bucket at £99.99. That's a 15% saving on purchasing individual pieces, and it's exclusive to plum base. The Polypipe Polymax 100-piece fittings bucket is just part of the Polypipe range available in the plum base Feel the Heat brochure. Shop online now at plumbase.co.uk or grab one from your local branch. 
at Motorpoint, we put the super into car supermarket. We're here to save the day with a choice of over 7,000 low mileage, nearly new cars. Find your next car in a flash with our lightning fast service and same day drive away. Plus with Motorpoint's price pledge, if you find the same car for less, we'll match the price and give you a 50 pound Amazon voucher. Visit Motorpoint Glasgow today, just two minutes from junction three of the M74. T's and C's apply, see website for details. Love music, live sport. Talking football with Bill Young, Hugh Burns, and Gordon Young on Rock Sport Radio. Right, boys, let's get to the weekend fix it. What's that look for? Hey? I'm just looking at you. Don't. No, you're talking. You want me to look Don't. away when you look away when Big Bill's talking. Don't look at me like that. Just look look at the camera. That was away. that was scary. That was like a scene from the hills of eyes. Come over the hill. Who came out in the night? Kenny Rogers. Aye. What's the other ones? Aye. Islands in the sea. You could be Dolly Parton. That is what we are. That's oh. Dolly Farton, more like. <laughs> Dolly Double. <laughs> Dolly Double. <laughs> uh, let's start at what we'd usually do. We'll start at the end and work backwards. Uh, Hearts were hosting Rangers yesterday. Hearts won, Rangers won. For me, I've got to say it's the worst game I've ever seen Rangers play since Stephen Gerrard took over. Mm-hmm. I didn't see anything that, that or anybody that stood out for any good reasons. I thought it was an extremely poor performance. In fact, reminiscent of last season coming back after an international break. Uh, um, and I think you've got to ask a question. And you know me, I'm a Rangers fan, but I've got to ask the question. You've got to be worried when you cannot... You go to top of the league and you can't defend that for one game. That bothers me. Yeah, I was... Uh, I don't know say fortunate enough to get looked after by wee Lockie. I had one of the youngest friends through because you couldn't make it. And he got off to a bad start because I got left two tickets for the heart's end. So <laughs> I got a bad stick off my... <laughs> Former, f- former fans going in there but it was all good banter I've got to say friendly fire so we positioned ourselves up at the, the, the end of the Gorgie the top of the Gorgie stand and I went here we go great pitch it looked brilliant talking about how things have changed but wait, again when you get as close to the pitch it's, it's one of those hybrids fantastic. at Tynecastle as yeah. well so that Def- makes a difference different class um, and the game uh, in general uh, was just nothing short of shambolic it was but oh, you know, we all have bad games. You know, you know. Listen, you know, Messi will have an off night. You know, it doesn't happen that often. But when you're there to see your team perform uh, at the best of their ability and they don't do it, you're there to see them roll their sleeves up. They don't do it. You're there to see them going win fifty fifties. They don't do it. And you're there to see them stay at the top of the league and they don't do it. That's disappointing. Just not for me, but for all the Rangers fans who are paying big money to come for you all over. You know, early kick-off on a Sunday, coming off the island, flying, doing, doing what they're doing. And for to stand and watch that for 90 minutes, I've told you a million times, they'll take 150%, effort, sweat, blood, win the battle, you win the game. They've got better players than Hearts. But what concerns me is away days, and not being able to do that with the back end of 50,000 bears behind them. And obviously they had the, the, the full end and get their best to try and get behind them. But even the Rangers fans struggled to get up for it because what they were watching on the park was just not the same team that's got them to, to the summit. Um, Hearts just, you know, got it long to Piezu, they buzzed round about him, uh, middle of the pack, Glenn Whelan, you know, ran the show in there, Steve Davis, I've heard today, you know, people were saying he made a decent game, I didn't see Steve Davis do anything. You know, you know, again, Tavernier at right back, 
I could go on all night about James Tavernier. I have done for long and weary, talking about distribution. I get stick after beers, but I'm fed up. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna give him a piece on Tavernier now. I've watched James Tavernier for arrived at Rangers, and for me, he's found his level. I talk about getting money for James Tavernier. James Tavernier's not good enough to go and play in England. And I'm talking about even the top half of the championship. I've watched the distribution. It's, it, I think the last... Mm, for the start of the season, for me, he's put one good ball into the box and goals and scored the header. For, for a moving ball, can't cross it. Dead balls, corners, um, you know, free kicks, pens, great, no problem. But you've got a, a, a million other things today as well. And the thing is, being a captain of Rangers, if you're not playing well, you make sure that everybody around about you are rolling their sleeves up and they're going to do their wee bit to stay at the league, to do it for the manager, who's, by the way, sticking by his captain. Steven Gerrard must know that his captain isn't playing well. But he said he said the last time when he was criticised previously that James, he would drop James Tavernier if he had to. Is that now the time? Is now the time to do that? James James Tavernier, the way they probably will word it, will say that he probably looks a bit burnt out right now because there is games, and young you and the producer made a point just as before we come on, the Hamilton game, the 6-0 game. You know, that would have been a game to say, right, James, have the day off, we'll put the boy Poulsen right back and, and we'll, we'll win the game anyway. There should be horses for courses built. There's no doubt about that. But Rangers, as a unit yesterday, they, they, they all had an off day. There was nobody had pass marks for me. It was terrible. Whatsoever. The ball we spent mere time out the park. It was bitty. It was patchy. There was no commitment. There was no leaders. There was nobody in the park grabbing the game. Morelis worked his socks off, got his goal, did his job. He's probably the one with pass marks. What, what I don't understand as well, Youngie, is that we were talking a couple of weeks ago and we had him on, we were talking about Lyndon Dykes and you saw Lyndon Dykes against Rangers and you said he gave Golson and I think it was Hollander that torrid day, time. torrid time. Ick Piezo must have been watching that video because he did exactly the same to Rangers yesterday, yeah. except with a lot more brute force and muscle about it. Yeah. Uh, and he did exactly the same, and Rangers just didn't know what to do with that boy yesterday, in my view. I totally agree with you. I thought he, I thought he was the best player in the park. Mm -hmm. um, I thought his effort, his endeavour. There was people commenting, I saw it on the TV, and they were saying, oh, I'm persistent fouling, but he just put his about. Mm -hmm. He was aggressive, he, was, he wasn't he was malicious, um, but if I was if I was looking at the Rangers situation, the last time I was here was on the back when they beat Aberdeen 5-0, and you were all raving about it and my comment that day was it was on the back of Celtic slipping up at Easter Road mm -hmm. the worry for me would be, who's in there going to lift them? If, if Celtic won out the park on Saturday so where's the, where's the strong characters that the days gone by, the good Celtic teams, the good Rangers teams, they just concentrated on their own jobs. They they knew how to lift the players around about them. I, I don't see a lot of leaders in the Rangers team. I don't see... Um, boy, Kamara can get about the middle of the park, but I don't see that they're missing uh, Ross Jack. Ryan Jack. Ryan Jack, sorry. Yeah. Um, I, th I think the games I've saw, uh, he, he's did particularly well. You see, it's interesting you highlight Kamara, because for me, Kamara's a bit like in Cham was until recently and he was for me he's a luxury player yeah he plays at his own pace in his own way uh he's not a tackler but to be fair there wasn't a tackler in 
the Rangers team yesterday. Well, you know, they were, I, they were good. The, the second balls, they were nowhere near. They couldn't win the second balls. It was poor efforts, even for the first ball. They just seemed no heart. And it comes back to what I've said to you before, and I've had a concern about this. And it's young, he's picked it up in a way, and that is there's not enough people who are used to winning things in the Rangers team well, still. I think, I think that's what Youngie said. We've said for, for, for months in end where Scott Brown again looks to be rising back to his forum for Celtic. Rangers don't have a Scott Brown in the middle part and, and if Ryan Jack is out, that's when the wee missing link is is, is is obviously not there. But for me, there's another strange one yesterday. I'm sitting here two Mondays ago and I'm raving about the big lad that was signed for Oldham, the big boy, Edmondson. Edmondson, who was absolutely colossal he was brilliant, he was different gravy on the Saturday and he's on the squad yesterday. Now, Ick Piezu, right, is the big burly centre forward. Now, for me, Conor Golson can still go and, and go and attack the ball with Ick Piezu and let Edmondson go and play. Uh, for me, I'm not a manager of Rangers, I'm here to give you my opinion. Why is Edmondson not playing? Why is Katic brought in? Were we expecting a battle? Could we know how Fox them and Mentor tell you what? I'll play Edmondson because I want him to go and link and go and play the way he can go and play. Because Katic's again, up, sideways, back, Barisic, there's the ball, Barisic can't do anything with it. It happened again yesterday. Mm. And and it, it, when Katic plays, that's what happens with Rangers. They don't go and flow. They don't go and play through the middle. Arfield's been reported missing for weeks. I, I don't see his distribution to the team effective, Bill. I don't see what he does for Rangers. He'll get in the box, he'll score the odd goal and what have you. Aye, he's played at a good level, but I, I think there's better players out there that you know that, 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 that could don that jersey rather than Scott Arfield. Right, Rangers, they stole a point yesterday. Ick Piezo's header that comes off the bar goes in, and it's a different story altogether again. Without a doubt, great header, goalies beat all ends up. They just... Listen, you know, I believe that, that Tavernier's been, been getting pelters on social media. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm look, not into that. You know. I, I don't, but this is part but of the modern day they, footballer, and this is, we were talking about it earlier. Listen, They've got skinlit leather when it comes to social media, or they close their, their accounts yeah, down, listen. but a manager can't shout at them. Yeah. You know, for me, if you're going to criticise a player and you're going to copy him in on it, mm. on his official Twitter account, at least do it constructively. Don't be abusive. Well, Don't use foul language to him. No. You know, at the end of the day, still the captain of your club. If you're criticising him, you're criticising your manager as well because he's made him captain and he's persevering. 100%. It's easy for us because we've got a voice and we can put it over. And we're certainly not going to slag James Tavernier. We're here to say and let the listeners know how we feel as ex-players about how he isn't helping the team right now and where the manager's probably better giving him a... a what, what Stephen Gerrard youngest hope is he plays through his bad form and gets comes out the other end. Then the manager may get plaudits for doing that. I think he did that a wee bit late on last year as well. There was times when we all thought that Tav was going to be nested. With, with Barisic, he's played Barisic through his bad spell. <laughs> Shug, we're a quarter of the way through the season. Yeah, I know. Eight games, nine yeah, games. Yeah, I, I know, Bill. But you know, I, I, I know. But and Bill, James Tavernier's burnt out. Yeah, well, it it looks tired, Bill. He's no bombing on, and see when he does, Bill. See when he's on that ball right now. I can see, I can see that he no he doesn't know what he's got to do it. He's trying things that are not coming off. That when you're flying, they do come off. He's still trying. To, he's still trying the very difficult thing, Bill. All the time, it just gives the ball away, Bill. He keeps the ball away. He'd be as well kicking the ball at the park. Young, looking at it yesterday, I don't understand how somebody who's an experienced player goes with the head for a ball that's below the knee. 
that's confidence built. That that's that's no thinking. Shug, quick Shug, enough. Hang on a minute, wait. Yeah, you, with, with the, the best, sorry, Youngy, just with the best will in the world, that's confidence. Aye, because if you're confident, when you, he, you think quicker. Yeah, but Shug, your he, feet move Shug, quicker. He went on the park, leading out the team that was top of the league when they finished for the international yeah, break. But Why before, is he not confident? Before that, Bill, he didn't have a good start in the game. When did Hart score? Eight minutes. Six minutes. Now, see in the six minutes, Bill, he'd made a few howlers before that as well. Getting the ball away, putting it out, shot but why passing. wasn't he confident then? I don't know, Bill. It just seems to be, in eggshells, it seems to be a nervous footballer. And, and, and as a Rangers player, it's bad enough having nerves. But a Rangers captain that's got nerves. Distribution poor. I've told you for weeks, Bill, you got a contribution out of James Tavernier for corners and penalty kicks and free kicks. That's not good enough. Now, there's social media stuff going about today. Laugh or no laugh. The Celtic fans are having a field day, of course. You know, 14 days, glory days and all that. That's, that's great. We've gave it for four, you know for the last couple of weeks. That's great. We can handle that. Now, but I'll tell you one thing. They say the camera does not lie. I showed you the night when I came in. The howlers that James Tavernier has had over the last season and a half. That's not good enough. Mm. And he's the captain of Rangers Football Club. Youngie? A couple of things for me, right? You, you, you played full-back, Chug. Your job, when the ball's on the other side of the park, is to tuck around. 100%. So if you tuck around as the right back and you get your body position correct, you walk onto that ball. You can't, you can't do no wrong. You walk, your job's to protect the right-sided centre-back. So you're, you're the opposite side for the ball. The ball gets delivered in for, for the, the, the heart's right-hand side. So your job, automatically, is to tuck around. Mm-hmm. He's tucked around there, but he's facing the wrong way. Right? Mm-hmm. So his body position's all wrong. all wrong. So if he comes into the ball... Looking at the ball with the right body shape, he actually pulls the ball down and passes it, and you got the part. Mm-hmm. Then you settle down. But the other two things for me, watching a bad, bad game, how Hearts started the game was good. They started in the front foot. You're right, Bill. Yeah, Rangers are, are top of the league. They should have been coming out there, chest out. We'll take the game to Hearts. We're the Rangers. Who, yes. Hearts are under pressure now mm-hmm. and no playing well. And the other thing for me, more tactically, was the young kid Hickey, who I think is a very good player, mm-hmm. is playing it right back. I think Rangers should have targeted him. He was a weak link in the Hearts team. As well as Hearts started the game, I thought Whelan was very good. I thought the centre-back was very good. The two centre-backs were very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm looking, and, and my job there as assistant manager or as first-team coach, whatever, I'm assessing the start of the game. I'm looking at Hickey playing in the right-back position when he's left-back, and I'm thinking, jackpot. Yeah. Let's have a go at him. Let's double up on him. Let's make it hard for him. And he was unfortunately at fault for Rangers equaliser. And then through to the injury, they, they, they swap him over. But to me, that was 35, 40 minutes wasted on an opportunity to, to go for... But you know something, Youngie, I've said for weeks with Bill, that the amount of players that Rangers don't have options wide, that, you know, that, that we no, offer... No, they've got enough players to go and take on a, no, a no. 17-year-old... No, they've no. Boy, the, because Shea Ojo's no doing it. OK, Jimmy Murphy's no fit. Hasty's out on loan, okay? Ryan Kent isn't um, is just fit yet. Um, but surely if he's fit enough to come on as a sub, he's fit enough to start. He looked quite sharp, I've got to say, when he came on, he looked quite busy, cut in a couple of times. I've said, Candias, you're missing that link on the right-hand side. Maybe that's why Tavernier's form's dipped. Now you've hit the nail on the right? head. Tavernier had a, 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 a blanket there. He had his safety blanket, whatever. But they used to say, the wee tandem bill used to go, and, and wee Candias wasn't everybody's cup of tea, but I'll tell you one thing. He ran his socks off, worked, sweated blood for the cause, and he moves them on. You know, I don't no, know why. No, so, you, so no, you they, see the so picture. So they, they don't have... T- 
Tavernier is kind of, if you actually think about it right now. He's a wing-back. Yeah. Tavernier's playing right-back, Bill, and he doesn't have that wee, there you are, Daniel Giza, let's go and play the wee-back healers, let's play together. Because he's playing with Scotty Arfield in that hole, the manager, right? Scotty Arfield isn't a kind of weighty inside player. Mm-hmm. So, so to be fair, I might be getting Scott Arfield a wee-back stick because I think he might be actually playing in a position. Because he isn't a weight guy. And they may be asking to do Scott Arfield to do things that he's no comfortable in doing. But James Tavernier looks isolated because he doesn't have uh, Daniel Candias. And I think we're struggling over on the left-hand side. He's trying again to give Ojo. Ojo, you're expecting just to burst onto the scene. He looks as though he's got that wee ignition, that wee fire, and there you go, and then it just goes flat. So yeah, the, the white guys, there's nothing happening with Rangers. There's no craft, there's no... Unless Ryan... Kent can come in and offer them that wee bit different. Well, it's funny you've just said because uh, a blue bear has just tweeted saying Tav hasn't played well since Daniel Candace left. Shocking of late. Well, so you may have just identified what the problem's been. Well, maybe he's just overly exposed now and he's he's not got that safety blanket. Well, nothing, listen, I played right back. I was better going forward than I was defending. But I tell you one thing: see if I had somebody playing wide who was maybe more a grafter as a wide right mm-hmm. than a crafted winger. That was for me, happy days. And I'm going to the outside him because I know he's tucking in for me. And I'm not caring about getting back because my guy is playing in front of me. He's he's in for me. And that's what James Tavernier doesn't have right now. He's getting nobody to play with on the right-hand side. And and by the way, that might not be Tav's fault because he's he would love to be playing with Daniel Candias all day long. All day long. He stuck out like a thumb. The two of them did, Bill. The two of them did. And there was lefty leave. And, and we don't... I've said for weeks... Rangers don't have a right winger. Rangers don't have a right winger. Young, he just moved on to Hearts. How frustrated has it got to be for Craig Levine seeing the way they played yesterday and wondering where that's been all season? Well, I think I said to you before, I saw them beat Motherwell at Fir Park uh, in the League Cup and they were excellent that night. Now, you know, we'll talk about Motherwell later on as well, but I've saw Hearts twice, once on the TV, once live, and I can't believe the stick they've been getting because they've obviously been poor in games. They've not been able to close out Rose County at home. They've lost, they couldn't go to St Mirren and win. But I've saw them twice and I'm looking. There is something frustrating there. There is good players and they've got better ones still to come in. I think they could um, right themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I know I heard Levine saying about uh, the big striker. When he, is there a problem with him? Does it, you know, is it the rigs two on, two off? Mm. If they can get him <clears throat> Yeah, consistent. he said that yesterday. Yeah, I, I picked up on that. Um, they've also got a few others that have still to come back in. You know, Nesmith's going to be massive. Yeah. Nesmith's... And Walker's still to come in. So they're all good players that are, are top players. But I'll tell you something. I'm sitting at the back of the Gorgie stand and, 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 and all the bears, are, all the bears, all the bears, all the jambos are all running about me. Places mobbed. Great atmosphere. There was no one slogan addressed towards Craig Levine. So you know why? Because the old Hearts boys rolled the old sleeves up and they played for the badge mm-hmm. and they were singing Hearts, Hearts, Glorious Hearts. I've told you a million times as well, the Hearts fans, that's all they want their players to see, uh, to do. And and again, uh, it's notable, uh, uh, you can notice it even more against the old firm. The amount of times that Celtics went there and, and been done a couple of times, mm-hmm. you know, just over the last season and season, I mean, the 4-0 game and then last season in August and what have you. See if Hearts roll their sleeves up at home, they can beat anybody. They can beat anybody, and that's what you need to do. But for me, um, Rangers, we got a point, we, we kind of got out of jail, it wasn't good enough. The Rangers, the fans went home, you know, I read all the social media last night as well, 
You, you can't. It's, it's unacceptable. You get to the top of the league. You go to a team that's struggling for confidence. You get in their face. You go and win their battle. You knock them out the road. You start the game strong. You pass it. You zip it, and you go and press. Rangers didn't do that, and the manager you could see was absolutely raging. Now, listen, I'm no privy to what goes on in the Rangers dressing room, youngie, but you're not going to tell me that Stevie Gerrard yesterday is not going to say nothing to his players in front of one another. I'm pretty sure that he's having a pop at them in that dressing room yesterday. Must have, because it was noted in the BBC the door was shut for a while as well. And I'm pretty sure that he's big enough and strong enough and brave enough to I'm get sure, in their faces. I'm sure he is, and, and whether he rants or not, I would imagine he'd have said to them after a game, you've let yourself down. Yeah. You're well, that's what he said in the papers. Nah, you're top of the league, and you go and you put on a performance like that. Mm-hmm. Now, I still think any of the games I've saw Rangers playing, they're very predictable. They're very side to side, side to side, side to side. And they're looking for that wee, wee slide pass. They're looking for a wee a search probe, search probe. Some of the other teams maybe go a wee bit direct quicker. He, when Lenny came back to Celtic, he says, look, I appreciate what's, what's been here, but I like to play it forward a bit quicker. That can't be confused with, we're just smashing the ball up the park. Mm. That's playing with a bit quicker tempo. And I always think the higher up the park, you have the less chance you're going to lose in the goal. You see, I, I agree with you, and I said to you a couple of weeks ago, I think Rangers are better when they're running at people mm-hmm. and they're drawing people and then putting the passes through. See this business of across the side, not you're just letting people get behind the ball and they'll let you play there forever because you're not doing them any harm. Mm-hmm. But the times that Rangers have looked outstanding has been the times when somebody's taken the initiative and they've run and they've drawn a couple of players. Somebody was saying the other week, I forget who it was, the difference between Rangers and Celtic, when you've got a McGregor and a Forrest and people like that, they, they pull players. They'll pull players out, two players out, and it leaves that hole for Edward to get in or whoever else to get in. Rangers allow people to build a wall. Mm. Trump should be employing them. Because it, it just allows people to... I see a lot of stuff going through the middle of the part and it's always <clears> looking <throat> to go away to Tavernier or Borough Manasets and then they go and try and connect and what have you. you, you very Look at the difference when Kent came on yesterday and he started running at people. Well, they didn't have that earlier in the game. And, and again, Ojo was disappointing. You know, you, you, you can go through away from home and be top of the league and have three or four at a push passengers and the quality will get you through. But to to, to say that, you know, aye, aye, probably you, about, you can shrug, like as Bill said, if you've got perennial winners. Aye, but round about there's it. There's no perennial winners no, in that team. No, well, I, I would agree with Celtic that. Celtic have got hardened winners yeah and, and that's what we've said here long enough that, that, that obviously listen you only become a winner by winning something and that's what Rangers need to do and it's important the bet Fred's coming up that gives Hearts a wee boost for that gives him a wee bit of confidence that's no suddenly a shoe in for us um, you know he just, he, he's rotating the, he's keeping Conor Goldstein in but he's rotating it between Helander Edmondson and Katic now that can't be easy for Goldstein youngie to be playing with three different players every now every other week, you know, can it and it can is it is it easy enough? You know, getting Tav a wee slacking a wee bit, kind of slacking. Is it easy enough for him and Barry? You know, play your back four. I know that I know that the, the, he wants to rotate, but just play them and keep them together and keep them playing. And, and you know, you know, the big at Liverpool back four. That doesn't change. Look at you know the, the, all the all the top teams. They don't change, youngie. They play the strongest team all the time. I, you know, it's okay rotating, but, you know, are, are we good enough to rotate yet? I just don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but it's so disappointed. To get them there, two-week break, sit in the summit, 
Go to Hearts, know you're in a battle, and no battle, I'll be hurting them more than him because he's been in plenty of battles over his career, Stevie Gerrard, and knows what it's all about to go to big stadiums and, you know, get the get stick and what have you. You know something? Rangers certainly didn't look like league leaders yesterday, and that's that's the disappointing thing. And it was it just was an absolute shocking football match, and the the ball just it just it was out, it was out of play all the time. It stopped, it stopped, it was throw-ins again. Young Yoon said, "Many throw-ins, there must have been the game." It was unbelievable. I can't remember Rangers having. Am I right in saying shots in target? Was there a shot in target? Well, I think when you saw the highlights at the end of the game, they only showed you Kent slashing the ball. Miles by. Steve Davis, header for Tars corner. Right, no in target. Uh, Kent's isn't in target. Goalie no safe to make, I don't think. Could be wrong. Mm, I'm away with two minutes to go, so I don't think I missed anything. Um, I don't think, apart from, uh, obviously, Alfredo's goal, which was a decent flick for Rangers, Rangers had one on target. Uh, Hearts had four on target. Rangers had six shots. Hearts had six shots. Yeah. And well, when you look at it, if Hearts had six shots and they'd four on target, you'd be happy with that as a Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, <clears> and, and, and I, I can't count the head on the bar. I don't know if that counts as on target. That uh, would be. Aye. Yeah, it would aye. be. Yeah, good header. Uh, and, sure. and everybody sees the game. But here's the thing: uh-huh. Rangers had nine corners. Yeah, I know they pressed an extent, but and, and never made anything uh, of any of them. Yeah, but. It wasn't, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was hard earned corners, a couple of crosses that get blocked to go out for corners, but I'm reading the record this morning, of course, and, and I hope he is listening, because I had a right pop-up as well, Gary Ralston, eh, who gave Tav a 6 for 10, and he says, yeah, I, I, I was a wee bit, eh, I, 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 it was a wee bit for Tuesdays to get 6 out of 10, and I'm looking at players, uh, and they're all 5s and 6s all the way down, in fact, most of them are 6s and 5s, there's only 4s amongst them, but the top marks, Michael Smith outstanding for Hearts, Christoph Berra, no everybody's cup of tea, but I tell you what, he knows how to defend, Glenn Whelan in front of him, and uh, the wee boy Machino, who we've spoken about often enough, technically, what a great finish it was, to come to him on the left, adjust his foot, and dink it over goals, and it was a great finish for, for the wee Japanese player. Mm, I mean, Craig Levine will be frustrated in one sense, <clears throat> but encouraged that he sees what can be done well, with a Hearts team that put the effort in. You know, and if young Liam is listening tonight, who we usually get a bit of stick off, the wee keyboard guys. Well, I'll tell you now, he says, never seen the game, the only, go- only the goals, poor defending from both teams for the goals. Glad to see Machino get his first for the club. Still want the manager gone, same style of play, and it was a Rangers error that got us a point. Well, he's always positively, man. That's for sure. You know, he's always very, very positive. The wee man. Um, so you know, the Hearts fans. You know, I was in amongst them. I heard them yesterday. They, they, they. As Youngy said, they've still got a few decent players to come back. You know, it looks now that that, that Anne Budge is going to sit tight, and she's no budging regarding the manager. And uh, we'll wait and see how that goes. No budging. Like he's on a roll tonight, isn't he? Like <sighs> Where'd you like that? A nah. cheese roll. Nah. Cheesy roll. Well, as I say, I was I was disappointed and I got a parting ticket and all. So. <laughs> right, well, if you're a Rangers fan, the positive is that you're behind on goals scored. It's level points, level goal difference, it's goals scored and they're one behind Celtic on that. But then, Bill, So that's the positive, but I the, guess. But then again, <clears> what the Rangers <throat> fans are saying... Rangers knew what they had to do yesterday. Yeah, it was a. You know, I cannot believe Rangers didn't come out on the back of the scoreline with Celtic in Ross County and say, right, 
we're going to show you why we're top of the league. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm sorry, but I think Young has nailed it talking about having right born leaders and winners in the middle of the park or anywhere really in the team. Um, to go and win games What's, like that. What can't speak can't lie, guys. Well, you know, was, it was a shocking performance. It looked like a nervous performance. It was very nervous. It, it was, looked. It looked as if it was a. It was a sleepy performance. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm honestly. I'm going to make a statement here, right? And, and take the hearts thing out of it, because you know, end of the day, we're here to talk about hearts as well. Okay, right, fair enough. But for a Rangers perspective, right? I never seen a Rangers player yesterday make one good pass in ninety minutes. One good pass. I didn't see anybody that really wanted the ball. No, no. For ninety minutes, you're expecting somebody to knock it in the side and behind the fullback for the winger to get on air. You know, play it diagonally, to Alfredo. But it, you know, something that go what a pass that was. Nothing, not one pass in the game to open them up or to start an attack. Okay, poor. Kelly 2, Livy 1. And this was one that we found quite difficult to call mm-hmm. on Friday, purely because Youngie Kelly obviously have been coming on the comeback. Livy have done what they did last season, got points in the, the bag straight away. Uh, and we couldn't really call it. We thought it might be a draw. There was no real advantage because of the plastic surface because they both got them. Uh, what was your thoughts on this one? We we were, uh, we stopped over at the Park Hotel in Kilmarnock. And we'd were pre-match and come on up players to their pre-match. And interesting, the body language of the come up players, I thought was really upbeat. And I said that to Paul. Um, I says, look at the difference in them. I know a couple of the players individually, and I think things are a bit rosier in there. I mm-hmm. think they've had a wee powwow. You'll know about powwows, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> and they've they've kind of. I know about powwows. <laughs> they've ironed out their differences, and and I think there's been a bit of. Uh, Leeway with the manager, maybe no one to implement all these ideas too early, and and he's compromised slightly to some of the players. Do you think he's gone back a wee bit to the Steve Clark style as well? I believe that was the case. I think they had a, a you know a kind of meeting to talk <clears> about <throat> uh, how they could kickstart the season, and I think that was the compromise that short term they would they would go back to doing things that they did well, and it's no coincidence they've been starting to pick up points. But mm. I could see it in the language how they were going about the the stadium before the game. And uh, that that wasn't a surprise to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a big result, and you know the, the, the headlines in the Sunday night is they're talking about the the pitch, um, and they're saying it's like I don't understand this. This is a quote from Marvin Bartley saying our pitch is fantastic, Kelly's is just drastic surface tension for Marv, but I don't really think that's really much cause because uh, the bottom line is Kelly are on a good run, and and you know that's. It's not a surprise because they've got good players. And Alessio is now, you know, slowly but surely settling things down, as you say. We've heard he's been, maybe been back to Alec Dyer to, to you know, to, to, to listen to and, and how did it go about last season. And let's, let's go back to basics and, uh, and just work hard. And Mackenzie's back in the team, you know, and, and Dicker scored on Saturday. Power's back in the team, you know, uh, you know, good, good players and... And it was a big result because Livingston's been going well, uh, and and it rises Kelly suddenly into first place, you know, for, no, for nowhere. You know, I sat at the Connors Key game. It was all doom and gloom. They lost again. The they had a, a bad run, and me, me as well. We probably we had probably Holty in charge, you know, by Christmas at Kilmarnock. But I tell you what, if Alessio just keeps that going, um, good luck to him. Showed his strength. Showed his character for turning it round. It's quick as well, Bill. It's no, it's 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 been turned round, kinda, 
No, I'm saying overnight, but the pressure was on him to get results, and he's got results. He's went one at uh, St Johnston, he's went one at Tyne Castle, he's beat Livy, you know, and, and suddenly now confidence is up. But Young, he said, he, you know, they can tell, you know, the players have got a wee swagger about them again, 5,000 there on Saturday, all Kelly fans, of course, Livingston would never have a big crowd through with them. So, but again, you're expecting Kilmarnock. You know, to win that game, the run they've been on, and they've continued their good run, and, and, and no, well that's, done to them. that's an interesting comment about the pitch because Livingston's a slower pitch, mm-hmm. and Livingston's game's a bit back to front and second balls and turn it over and play, whereas Kelly's is a quicker pitch, mm-hmm. and their players play in a different style. So, Don't like if it. you're Big Bartley, who I think's a good player, he's a, a solid, big uh, enough, you know, holding player. Mm-hmm. And the slower park will help him. Mm-hmm. If you're playing in a quicker pitch and it's getting bumped about, then that that's maybe what he's. He's maybe relating to. Yeah. Well. It's interesting, though, because we're talking about them going back to the way that they were playing when Steve Clark was there. To credit to the manager, to kind of hold up your hands and say, right, OK, I'll listen, tell me where we're going wrong. You know, that's a, that's a big call for any manager. Well, listen, you know, for, for a lesson to begin there, on the back of Steve Clark, he was on a hiding well, to nothing. That, it was a poison chalice. You know, a hiding to nothing. You know, Stevie Clark, we all know his history. What he'd done at Command, it was incredible. And the run he went on. And, and for a manager to go in there, and, and, and at the end of the day, yeah, still want to put his own stamp on it. Still want to, you know, as if it's his team, as if it's his shape, he's got to do something. But maybe he didn't need to do all that. Yeah, he he I, might I, have I, just needed to went in and went, right, guys, you know, we're just going to continue but the way Holt he done at Livingston when he went in. So, you know, it's been it's been lesson learned from him. Listen, he's gone into a job, he's, he's, he's a foreigner, he's coming to this country. They've got an ideology. I think I said to you before about a manager I came across and he was wanting to t- tell everybody that we played football wrong but we came off the back of a European run. Who was that? Boy, I'm not that keen on <laughs> Jim Gannon. <laughs> Jim Gannon. Nah, was, nah, but some good stories. Right. But, you know, you you don't really change, need to change a lot. If if he wants to get his, his ideology through, you can do it over a year, you can do it over 18 months, you can gradually change the way they play, but right now, you, right then, he didn't need to change it. Drastic, wasn't they it? They had a big European game against Corner Keys. They just, I think I'd be saying, right, what was the team at finished the season last year that's the team that will go out and play there's a, a vote of confidence there's who we're going to play and then incrementally I'm going to slip in wee coaching nuances that I've got that would style I want to play and gri- and you know yourself you've turned them round without actually them knowing about it yeah but Youngie you're saying they've turned them round without actually knowing about it what, what was to turn round they finished third that's what I'm saying and got into Europe anything. for the first time in God knows how long incrementally changing things still doesn't guarantee that it's going to change them for the best. It's the old, old thing again. Not all changes progress. Yeah, and, and not a big loss of players either. I think no. Malumbu no. went out, didn't he? Mal- Malumbu, he moved on. Apart from that, nothing. Broadfoot's away back to St Mirren. Um So there wasn't a, a, a mass exodus of players that they need to bring in all the form. Because I'm looking through that Kelly team again, and you know how I like to name that Kelly team, Bill, you know, yes, weekend. Yes, uh, you do, weekend, week, week weekend. Out, yeah, I give you the Kelly but team. But you know what? It doesn't change. It doesn't change that often. No, it doesn't, you know, because that's how I know it, you know. So the amount of players he's got that, that Stevie Clark would have been, you know, using last year are very similar to what he's got. Yes, he had a couple of wee tweaks here or there, but, uh, but generally, don't, you know... Certainly Greg Taylor left as well. Taylor's away to Celtic. Mm-hmm. Broadfoot's away in Malumbu. So there, there's three. But they're all away and now. They weren't, a, they weren't away at the start of the season. No, yeah. that's... Well, Malumbu was. That, that's the only was one. There. Only one. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. But they, they players were comfortable for 18 months playing in a certain system. Mm-hmm. So there's no real 
desire or need to go and change it unless it's egotistical and you want to be this is the way I want to play well, the yeah. other thing was he started to bring in a few foreign players now if you bring in foreign players they're not naturally adept at playing our game of football so you start to change things there to accommodate the way that they're used to playing or mm-hmm. the, the way that you want to play long term mm-hmm. uh, and that was a problem for me it, it just it, it it was a mix that wasn't gelling properly. Well, I'll tell you who will be feeling a hell of a lot of pressure off him is Billy Bowie mm. on, on the back of the appointment, on the back of what he would, must have been advised to do, keep it simple, get a British manager in, he's a safe pair of hands, and he took it upon himself to, to appoint Alessio uh, on, on recommendations on his CV and blah, blah, blah. So he's also had a great advantage Shug the assistant manager still been in yeah, that's right yeah. yes that, yeah. that's, that's massive if yeah. you go into a club and you, it's a full new backroom staff right. and, and you're, you're starting afresh that, that's that's difficult but yeah. you're, you're actually in a great situation mm-hmm. like you say it's not a job I don't imagine you'd want to go into because without being disrespectful to Kamano I think that's the highest they'll be for yeah for yeah they finished the, the last season yeah right. yeah I don't doubt about it but Again, you know, if if you've got a if you've got a wealthy chairman and there's, there are some money to spend, and you would think then maybe not can be able to kick on much more, but you still want to you want to consolidate that. You want to keep keep being where where they finished and 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 and, and strengthening every season. You don't want to be coming back down the leagues again, and and you know playing playing some stuff down the bottom end of the league. So um, no, I, I'm, well, hats off to him. Hats off to him. That's where they were going until they had that wee compromise. Well, without a doubt, go, without, without, without a doubt, you know, and, and as I say, they're sitting now comfortably um, in fifth place. And who have they got next Saturday? I was like to see who they play next week. Kelly are home to St Martin. There's another game at the. And then they, they could, go to third part. They could fly. You know, certainly is that where they go mm-hmm. for part of the following Wednesday? Um, yeah, it's just looking. You know, it's looking much better, Bill. It's looking much and, better. and the confidence is going to build in the team and the players that are going to feel more comfortable that have been there from last season playing with Steve Clark, they're going to start to get belief because they know they've played at this level before, that style before, and got the rewards from it well, before. There's a strange one as well that, that Rory McKenzie said to become the latest Kilmarnock star called up for international duty. And I don't think many people would have been overly surprised because Stevie Clark being the Scotland manager. But, you know, as you, as you read into the story a wee bit, it's not really with Kilmarnock, it's with Trinidad and Tobago <laughs> that we were reading before we come on. Something to do with his great-grandfather being stationed over there in some Second World War or something, I don't know. But, you know, they've done Some deep. Second World War. How many Second World Wars were there? <laughs> I, I don't know, but I think it was the, um, <clears throat> the other war that you fought in with your, de- your denim on. <laughs> what war was that? Battle of the Little Bighorn. Aye, the Little Bighorn. <laughs> um, but, you know, according to the papers that that Boyd and, uh, and Big Marvin Andrew kind of put it on place. So, listen, talk, talk me through how he's eligible here, Chug. How he's eligible? I like this. You, you like this story? Right. Okay. Um, so, young the wee man, the wee uh, Mackenzie goes on to say, myself available to play for Trinidad and Tobago. It's been a long story, but I've been in contact with them and I'm trying to sort it out at the moment. I first looked into it years ago because of my great-grandfather, Bill Mossman, was born over there as his mum and dad have been in the Royal Navy, okay? But we've been going back four, 
two and fourth for around four months now, and I hoped I would have received international clearance. Unfortunately, the paperwork didn't go through. I reached out to them before that, nothing really came off it. This is the time the manager got involved and he gave me a text. He says it was Chris Boyd through old Rangers teammate Marvin Andrews who set the wheels turning. Boyd and I had mentioned it somewhere and I mentioned it. He then spoke to Big Marvin and uh, basically that, they contacted the, the manager, Dennis Lawrence. Um, so it's a bit strange, uh, but listen, you know, stranger things have happened. So I kind of comment because I, I kind of lost interest uh, halfway through. I like the whole lie, but my grand, I get torpedoed in the river. Kwai. Does that mean I can play with <laughs> Vietnam? <laughs> <laughs> it would do, except geographically you're all over the place. <laughs> it's a bit strange, isn't it? You know, but hey, if it's well, it's a bit like buying a, a fish supper in Anstruther and being able to play for Scotland. Well, I don't know, but um, it's quite I, I don't know if you're, that Brexit might affect that. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, um, you know, would you say that Rory McKenzie's good enough to get in the Scotland squad right now? When you look no. At, no, when you Tiny look wee no. player, Bill. But look no. at what we've got. We're, we're actually comfortable in that position. I know, but for me, it wouldn't be. Well, you never know. I don't blame the boy for trying to get an international call up somewhere, but well, not for Scotland. Yeah. I, I don't know. Oh, air miles now. Right. Is that no wee, uh, was that no wee thing with Russell Latipi? Does yeah. he not play for them as yeah. well? Yeah. With Russell. But uh, I don't You're think he's good enough for Scotland. Just going back to Lily very quickly. Uh-huh. No. Mackenzie. Mackenzie. Ah. Just going back to, to Livy very quickly. I mean, again, you know, it's very difficult to be critical of Livy because they do what they do and they don't apologise for it and it seems to work for and them. And they never got a doing, don't they? They're no. never in the end of a spanking. And, <clears> you know, they just keep going and they've had a good start. They've some won important games, some good players. Given um, they lost their two centre-backs, I think they've done fantastically well. Yeah, well, uh, Gallagher and Halkett. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's a big loss. Yeah, there's, there's no doubt about that. Um, and 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 they're still still good in the eye. They're still good to watch. So I don't know. It was a hard one to call. I think we maybe I sat maybe a two-two, and I think I went for a wee Desmond. Friday. You did. Um, you did go for a Desmond on to, Friday. To be honest with you, it's quite a, it was quite a hard game. Me. To predict that, but I tell you what, massive result for Kilmarnock. Get some right up there. All right, Motherwell nil, Aberdeen three. I said on Friday that Aberdeen have got a reasonably good track record when they go to Fir Park, but I wasn't sure what to expect this coming weekend. And I think we're all of the like mind that we thought Motherwell would take it. Yeah, I was there. Um, obviously, a weekend, of, a weekend of football for for the Shugsters, and uh, I've got to say that uh, that, that 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 Motherwell were. Were, they were flat. He uses he uses football at Derby and Joan Club. <laughs> they, 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 they were flat, um, and 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 Aberdeen, you know, were, were outstanding. You know, and you know when you've got that concoction, then there's only going to be one one outcome. Uh, they just played in the front foot. Aberdeen, they were well organised. They back McKenna was solid. Uh, Nicky Devlin was outstanding as you know in the partnership at the back. Uh, Shea Logan looked to his normal, you know, you know, marauding right back, and and Considine, who I've been, you know, praising for years on here uh, at left back. You lying so and so. Slaughtering, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> Slaughtering uh, was very solid at left back. Um, he didn't really, you know, boy James Scott was against him, disappointing. Mother were 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 struggling when Hartley went off. They couldn't they couldn't find the right partnership at the back. But for me, the, the big concert and big uh, Cosgrove was, was outstanding. Uh, a big player again, it's probably the first I've seen him this season, close up 
Mother, you get quite close to the players. But there's another great example of a player, his game developing through confidence. I mean, when he first came to Aberdeen, he didn't know where he was supposed to be playing. He couldn't hit the net for love nor money. Then he clicked a couple of games, got some goals, and he's never looked back since No, he's, he's, he's lean and, you know, he was, he was leading the line absolutely brilliant. But again, big Craig, my, my, my pal's Aberdeen fan, was saying, you know, the boys, Zach Viner and, and, and Greg Lee, who had a nine... Uh, on his marks for Saturday money in a match outstanding in the middle of the park for Aberdeen he set the tempo with strong running and hassling and used the ball well big boy left sided a midfield who pl- usually plays left back uh, who's up in loan and was outstanding and the three goals that Aberdeen got great first one for uh, Big Cosgo was a great pass through and he's, he's got away for the centre back and he's weight to the goal he's down and he's just dinked it over and it was a great finish chip. and the other two goals were great as well not a great falling for Aberdeen I've got to say on the back of a few rumblings we're hearing up there no great you know and the manager's kind of no, get, well, no getting it right but the results have no happened for them and hence the travelling support was not that great we did mention though that he was in Levine land for a while yeah possibly he's, he's got a lot of injuries yeah he has been a few out but lost a few as well moving on but Motherwell Youngie you know mother, mother, close to Youngie's heart did they play uh, disappointing manager for me is entertainment value to say to the park anyway he's good he's like we Norman was the mo- in and out the, the dugout the wee man he's absolutely brilliant he's priceless getting them pelters I would say old school he's the old school manager for me shouting at them blatantly because you hear everything at Motherwell as well but um, Motherwell fans flat they could see it again similar to Rangers yesterday Motherwell had a kind of similar performance on Saturday. Youngie, why is it they fall kind of when they're on a, a bit of a run and then, you know, games that you would think they get something out of? And I know Aberdeen are a good team, but they have got these injuries just now and they've not had the best start to the season. Why is it Motherwell just can't consolidate? That was a shock for me. I honestly, uh, hearing, you know, because we're, we're close to Aberdeen, they were struggling for midfield players. Obviously, Ferguson was suspended, Maine was suspended, both of them carded the week before. And the talk up there was that Aberdeen were coming down to shut up shop um, because they didn't have the personnel. So when I get back in, and I'm, things could be bad enough on Saturday night, <laughs> and then somebody tells me it's 3 nothing. I automatically think, honestly, I thought it was 3 nothing Mullow. Yeah. And they said no, it was 3 nothing Aberdeen. And then I spoke to my dad, he goes to the game. And he, just exactly what Shug was saying, he said Mullow were so flat. Now, it's interesting, I was speaking with Stevie Robinson last week and I was talking to him about when I saw them, the pace they had and the difference that it's made to the team. And he made a great point and he said, well, it is a bit of a challenge. When you've got flyers like that, they're known normally the most game-intelligent players. And he says that is quite difficult. Maybe that's where the inconsistency comes from, that when they're on it, they're really on it and they're hard to play against. Is that right, Shug? Did they play with a back five? Who Aberdeen? Aye. Well, three no, well, no, for me it looked just like a flush four in, in uh, you know, Considine, Logan, uh, Nicky Devlin and... Mikey uh, Devlin. Uh, Mikey Devlin and uh, McKenna, who I've got to say, strolled it. He strolled it. So, you know, there was no pressure. The boy, Sean is a back five uh, on nah, here. No, nah, it looked at... No, nah, for me it was a four. It was a four, Bill. Well, if, you, if you look at the, the midfield players that they brought in, these guys were nowhere near the team. And they were... They were they were struggling for defensive midfield players, so mm-hmm. like it's been defenders playing in the middle of the park. Mm-hmm. It was and given a job to go and play up against Alan Campbell. It was like a four-three-two-one. That you know that that, that was the you Aye. know the kind of I shape. I could see that. You know that was a shape. It was it was more of a four-three-two-one. Bill. And, I could and, see that. And see, I like the boy Viner. I think he's a good player. Yeah, scored a great goal. 
great goal right behind it and off the and off the stanchion and off the inside the post. You um, said earlier, Bill, about Cosgrove. Now we were going to try and take him and loan to Falkirk um, because they didn't think he was ready at that time to play for Aberdeen, mm-hmm. and they lost. Boy, uh, uh, Salford. Um, Rooney. Adam, Rooney. Adam Rooney, Adam Rooney, yeah, uh, and they lost another couple of forwards. His biggest problem then was he couldn't hit the net. You're right, what you're saying. Um, I saw him playing in a couple of reserve games, and I thought he was a unit. I thought he was a handful. I thought his movement was good. And then this season, it's all clicked. Yeah, and the difference with confidence, the difference with movement. It might be what you said, Shug. He's leaner. Um, he's quicker and if you are leaner and quicker you'll get a boot better yeah, yeah. but the, well, minute, he's fat, the yeah. minute you start chipping in with goals your whole game improves and he's I think he paid a couple hundred thousand for Carlisle for him and I, I think he's one that could go through the roof I mean you've got to be honest with you boys I mean we talk about when you rotate squads young I, I just think the last people you rotate are your, your forwards because if forwards are not playing they don't get the opportunity to score goals and if yeah. they don't score goals their confidence goes through the floor I know there's a time where you've got to say there's a tipping point and you, you can't persevere any longer. But for me, you've got to go as long as you possibly can with your forwards. And the boy, the boy Cosgrove's a great example of that. Well, you know, the ball through, as I, I spoke about his first goal, as soon as he's on it, he expected him to score. You know, and, and you know, and he's one in one with the goalie and everybody's expecting him to lash it low and hard away for the goalie. And he just, but his dinks time, it. he dinks it. And what a great finish it was. And it was just... You know, like a training goal, um, and he looked full of confidence all match. Uh, a player who, you know, we've probably had a pop at when Young was talking about getting him to Falkirk, getting him fitter, getting him leaner. But it, it assisted, I was sitting with Jerry McCabe, and I said, Jerry, look how fit he looks. There's no announce of fat in that boy. He looks the business. And that was uh, Aberdeen short of the big boy Ferguson as well. Uh, you know, he was out, he was sitting and standing. I noticed how big a unit he is. He was sitting alone for me, Derek's boy. Big lad, uh, uh, but you know Aberdeen. You know McInnes must have been over the moon. Outplayed Motherwell, outfought them, outthought them, um, and just played through them. Motherwell were flat. Wee boy Campbell wasn't busy busy in the middle of the park. Richard Tate, you know, struggled as well. Hartley, the big centre back, when he gets off, they struggled. Mm-hmm. Declan Gallagher, <clears throat> probably the best player again at the back. Uh, got a great touch for the big lad. Good feet, goes and wins it. Brave, good player. Uh, Grimshaw didn't boom on the way he does, the way he has been doing. He's been just marauding up and down the right-hand side. He was flat. Again, I said earlier, similar to Rangers' performance, that's what, that's what Motherwell gave me on Saturday. Youngie, you were saying, that, and I guess maybe this is because you're better placed to know this, being up there in the northeast. but you were saying that you felt if Aberdeen hadn't come away with any points, that you know Derek McInnes might have been under a bit of pressure. What are you hearing up in... in the Aberdeen area, because we're kind of getting half a dozen of one and six of the other, where people are kind of saying, look, we're doing all right, we've got injuries, bloody, bloody, blah, when they come back, we'll be fine. And others are saying that he's been there too long, he's got the the glass ceiling, can't break through it. What are you hearing generally? Listen, just much what you've said there, it's, it's about, they know they're moving to a new training ground, I think they might be in this month, and then they've got a new stadium. Um, so maybe the budget's affected uh, with the recruitment. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's more like they expect a lot. The expectation level there's high. The money's good there. Um, the, I don't think they're short budget-wise. But there's been that inconsistency. Now, you made a great point here about Mother. They're, they're on a run and then they lose. I don't see any team this year that's been ultra-consistent. Mm-hmm. Celtic, 
Maybe, maybe more, more so than most. But they've had their wee blips. And I'm going to say something that might be a bit controversial, but I don't think the league's as strong this year. I think there's there's less consistency in the teams. Um, there's less continuity in the teams. Um, and I think maybe it's because there's been a bit of a churn, there's a bit of a turnaround in squads. But I'm not seeing a great Premier League this year. When I'm, I'm, I'm watching the TV games, I've not really been enthralled with too many live games that I've saw in the SPL mm-hmm. or the SPFL and I don't know if that's pretty fair or... or Chuck, what's your thoughts? Well, I, you know, that's twice I've watched Middle and um, turned up expecting them to, to do better. The Ross County game was a big loss, losing two late goals up 1-0, you know, and I was saying, I met Tam Cowan actually, uh, just before the game, he's like, what are you doing here? I says, I'm here because you know, the Rangers are not playing. He went, oh, there's a surprise. Eh? So with a bat of banter, I says, go to Tinkasso tomorrow. He says, eh... We'd have been further up. We see if we'd have beat Ross County Burns, we're level with Selic getting into the game on Saturday, which is true. And then that, you know, I mean, that's probably six easy points they've given away to Ross County and um, and Saturday. It was a it was a nothing performance for a team who you're expecting more from. Um, what I will say as well, and I don't know about you. What about Youngie's comments about the the, the Premier League? Well, Kilmarnock is your 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 instantly one you think about Aberdeen. You know, they're always relatively slow starters. They're maybe coming back a wee bit, and you think a result like that. Um, you're looking at Hibs, we expected more. They're doing the lower reaches. Hearts, of course. <laughs> we expected well, more. We all tipped them for the top three. three. And, and Hearts this time last year, they're top of the league. So he's right, he's nailed it. It is a bit weaker. Um, hence, we're thinking maybe the old firm will, will, will shoot away. For, for the third-place third team, and I think that will happen. I think after Christmas, New Year, there'll be a massive gap between the Old Firm and the third-place. So I don't think there's a, a team in the, uh, anywhere behind the Old Firm that are, that, are, that are a really, really, really good side. OK, well, let's move to uh, the game between Hamilton and Hibs. And, I mean, how much how much pressure do you think Hickenbottom's under now uh, after going to New Douglas Park and coming away just with a point? Youngie? Well, here, here's another comment. Um, I, I, it's not like a name drawn, but I, I was at a, a funeral last week, and that's when I, I met a couple of people I hadn't seen for a wee while, and they were at, um, I worked with them at Motherwell, and one was Leanne Dempster. All right. And she said to me about, um, <laughs> and it maybe goes back to something we started at, right at the start of the show. She, see, she said, there doesn't seem to be any friction. Everything's kind of nice, and, you know, just back what we're talking about. Is this what's missing? Do we need to have no confrontation? But well, it's funny you should, should say that. And that was her comment. Funny you should say that. And she meant it in a good way. She wasn't meaning it. Look at Lenny and Levine last season. Yep. They were always digging at each other. Yep. The natural order's been restored. And yep. then Lenny, aha, that's a natural order, is it? That may be a very good point. Yeah, that was, that was, that was her kind of... She says, everyone's the same. You know, they train the same, they do this. And she's in a controlling position there. And she mentioned that... And she wasn't talking out of school, she was just making a a reference that there didn't seem to be any real friction in the club. Everybody's going about their business and it's a a level, you know, they were taking over, so there's maybe no any money issues. Everybody's in a nice place. Mm-hmm. And maybe but they're that, not in the league. No, but in a nice place. But surely that should create enough friction being down there second bottom. It was an interesting comment, Bill Garfman. No, no, it's all right. I understand the comment and I actually agree with it. You want to strap me a totem pole? <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me that's not a euphemism. <laughs> 
Only you cowboys <laughs> would think like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, long nights. <laughs> Hang on, you were the boy that said you had chaps at home, not me. <laughs> I need to let them go. On again. But, but you know the point I'm making. Yeah. The, the point I'm making, which I agree with her, I think she's absolutely right, but you'd think being second bottom of the league when you were expected to be a top three club potentially would, would create some kind of friction in the club. Maybe it's the manager, I don't know. Well, again... He's I'm, got to be under pressure now, guys, surely. Yeah, that, it, was a, it was a game I was going to go to until the wee man what wonders later on got me sorted out, went to Fir Park. That was my preference to go to, to Fir Park. And uh, I spoke to Chipper in the morning, wished him all the best. Baba Chipper's always there, he's a good lad. And I think he's doing a great job. But I, 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 again, by all accounts, um, Michael Gannon, um, again, I'm reading Stevie scores another stunner, but the fact Hibs can't capitalise is so puzzling. And I think that seems to be following Hibs from ground to ground. I think the, the same thing happened at Petodre, and I think we really fancied Hibs to get the three points on Saturday on the back of the performance against Aberdeen a few weeks back at Petodre. Dominant force, loads of chances. And I, and I remember, I was listening to Chick actually driving about on the Saturday, and he was saying he would be very surprised if Christian Doidge starts the game at Hamilton on the back of four or five well-documented gift-guilted chances at, uh, you know, Aberdeen. To, you know, and, and if the boy can very for me, isn't he getting a start after, you know, the guy that you're in competition with, passing up so many chances at Aberdeen then for me. But some, is Camberry actually in competition with, well, with Dodge? Because the, for the, me, Camberry's more of a number 10 yeah, rather know, than an out-and-out still, striker. Still the, 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 I the, think he's a second striker. The, they're two up-top players, that, you know, and if you've only got, you're then limited at Hibs what you've got. So if you've got Dodge or Camberry, for me, that's your, your choice. You've got, you've got to go with one or two. Um, and again, Scott Allen on the bench. I, I don't understand that one as well. Anyway, the manager knows his team. He knows his strongest team. Um, again, they've dominated the game. They've been the better team. They've got the better players. They went a goal up. Um, one or two chances missed. Opportunities missed. You know, when it'll be raging because where they are, they should be four points better off in the league by beating Aberdeen up, up the road and then beating Ackies again on a great, suddenly on a great run. But two, two, two uh, draws doesn't look that great for them. Mm. They're still playing good stuff, but they don't look as though they can put teams away. Youngie, that's been the thing with Hibs. They've created chances, but they don't have anybody that looks in any kind of confidence to actually finish them off. The boy Dodge, it's, it's like watching a pinball machine when he's playing that boy. They can go anywhere. See, I think that's the, the Hibs fans' frustration, is that they thought the, the signings were marquee signings that were going to deliver. And... Again, talking for up the road there, they were saying that Hibs should have beat Aberdeen the week before. Um, albeit, you know, Aberdeen went into nine men. But again, we've just said that they should have beat Hamilton on Saturday. Yeah. They're not killing teams off. But see that ruthlessness? You said, and, and Paul's a big one for it, he talks about you're, you're only, you're, your team's only as good as your strikers. And if your strikers are no firing, um, you're no winning games. If Morelos doesn't equalise yesterday... Rangers don't get that yeah, point. No, you're right. If Eduardo's not scoring for Celtic, then it's they're, they're big players. They're, they're, we mentioned the uh, Gundunda leagues, but the boy McAllister at Peterhead, he's dried up. Mm-hmm. Whereas Dobie scores two against Dundee United and Saturday. They four nil. They're they're the ones. They're the game changers. Yeah. And it, sometimes you've got to rather than have eleven good players, maybe you're better with seven good players and a right good striker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Hibs. Funny, you should say that Hibs right now don't have that potent poacher, Adobe. You know, as somebody that could probably still score goals at that level, a Shanklin, you know, you know, who's okay, didn't score on Saturday, obviously, but you know, a player like that, that you know, with Higginbottom, would have been looking at a Shanklin, 
Yeah, they're good on the build up and what have you, but it's the end product itself. Well, he obviously thought he'd something in Dodge. I mean, he played, he paid three hundred thousand pounds for him. This yeah, is what the fans are saying the money's been laid down. Where did he get him from? Was he abroad? Uh, no, a, a Forest Green Rovers. Yeah, I think it was. well, there you go. Uh, but but you know, he was he was you know a lot of clubs were were after him. Mm-hmm. I think Sunderland tried to sign him, and there was a few other players, uh, a few other teams down south that were wanting to take a punt on him. But you know, you've missed the many chances at Aberdeen. You know, two weeks back. Well, I mean, Bolton had put a million, made a million pound offer that was accepted, but they couldn't pay because of their financial oh, situation. Bolton wanted to take him to. Well, no. uh, I find it incredible. I don't. I don't. The way I've seen him so far, I've got to be honest. I don't see him the the, the, the dream of anybody's you know team in terms of being the answer to their problems. But then, how many times have we spoke about Cam Berry? You know, and that's now. You know, obviously fell foul of of Neil Lennon. It now looks as though Higginbottom mate, I just had enough of him as well. And and he's a he's a guy who will probably will frustrate managers. But you know, Shug, I, I'm still going to go back to this. They were playing him as an out and out striker, and for me, he's a number ten. Yeah. And you know, if you're going to play him as an out and out striker, and he is actually a number ten, you're not going to get the return from him that you think you're going to get from him. Yeah. But that's not the boy's fault. If he's a number ten and you play him as a striker, that's your fault for playing him there. You and me saying that, uh, you know, Big Porteous was, was outstanding at the back, who I've, I've witnessed this boy having some... I really just think he games. needs to mature a wee bit in it his will. head. He's it, a wee bit will. wild it at will. times. It will, but, you know, this is a guy, I, I seen him a couple of seasons ago at Hibs, Ibrox, uh, uh, and uh, I came in on the Monday night, and I went, listen, watch this big game. He yeah, can, you did. He can play this game. And once he gets himself fit, definitely... Definitely a big move, isn't it? He's money in the bank for Hibs. Right, I'm going to say something controversial here, boys, but I'm going to say it anyway. Are Hamilton fortunate that the teams round about them aren't actually firing on all cylinders? Because, to be fair, they've not been great themselves. They've got no. a couple of cracking results, mm-hmm. but very inconsistent again. Well, take, take Hearts out that bottom six, Bill. Take Hibs out it. We're probably expecting St. Johnson, St. Murn, Hamilton to be their enemy, wouldn't we? You know, probably Ross County is probably the shot. So they want a wee bit of a watch, the fact that Hibs and Hearts and, and St Mirren and St Johnson have not been particularly great. Mm-hmm. Well, they have. That backs up my comment earlier. I don't think the league's as strong this year. Yeah, it's a good point. Mm-hmm. He said that earlier on. How many times have we got to party in the life? <laughs> I don't think the league's <laughs> as strong don't need this year. You don't every, every, every two minutes, by the way. Do you, you know think I mean? the league's as strong no, as uh, no, no, listen, okay, you've said that again. There's three times, but yeah. <laughs> we'll just go with it, seeing the fact that you're brought up again. No, isn't it strong? And, and you know, they, they, they have What isn't? The league. All oh, right, so the league's, ah, the league's not strong. strong. <laughs> yeah, I never picked that up. <laughs> you're right, Sean. Well, the league isn't as strong as you. Well, I've got a league here. You get a league. How's the league? Ah, the league's. Hibs and Hearts. But you take my point about Hamilton that they've kind of gone through a kind of because escape Because the league's door. not strong. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, think, I think they're weaker. <laughs> I think Hamilton are one of the teams that are weaker this year. No, and I wouldn't think so. You, you don't think so? You think Hamilton's weaker? I do, I. Oh, you're knickers. You're not. <laughs> no chance. I don't know if you can see that. How can you? Yeah, you can. I'm, hey, walking, listen. I'm walking off. Do you think? Do you think? Do you, do you think? Right, right. Boys off. <laughs> oh, I'm emotionally upset. The Baldy boys taking them away. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm oh, upset with that as well. Here. Don't mess with the Baldies. Uh, you know, I, I, listen, do you think that Hamilton, you think that Martin Canning had a better team than Brian Nice? I think they had better players. I think Chippers did a very good job with what he's got. Do you think that Canning had better players? Players in Brownies. Aye, I do. Oh, yeah. Boxers. I do. <laughs> That's my opinion. I think the league's weaker this year. Did I say that? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> no, I don't agree with that. And at that's all. no denim you've got on, Bill. I think, <laughs> I think Hamilton, Hamilton are much better. And I, I've probably seen more more of Hamilton than you have. Well, that's fair. You're up Tuchterland a lot, so I can. Um, you know, I can. <laughs> uh, I'm watching Hamilton, you know, and I think they're they're, they're better for me. You're not watching them. Do you go to the football for a blather? No, I don't. <laughs> you, you don't even watch them again. I don't know. You I tell me know. Aberdeen had four at the back. Every other paper says five at no, the back. No, they didn't have four. Four he didn't he bring Camberry on till the 87th minute well, as well needing the, need the goal you know yeah, you're chasing the game you're chasing it you know and uh, that's that's crazy for me um, and it was quite funny as well we'd heard through the great when he's obviously serving his ban and uh, he's <laughs> shouting for the stand down he was swearing <laughs> and all that Higginbottom that's, that's great I'd love to be in that it's just, just witness that <laughs> you just like stuff love it, like that love it, love it profanity and animation what? Profanity and animation. What was the crowd at the game anyway? Uh, probably three men and a dog. There was mere folk Morrison's across yeah. the road. <laughs> 2,300. Um, but disappointing. You would say that at least 2,000 would be Hibs fans um, coming through. No, Hamilton get about 1,500, 1,600 every week. Oh. Hamilton? No, they don't get as much no. as that. Yeah. No, they Surely. Don't. No, they don't. They maybe, normally, they normally, maybe about 1,100, 1,000 tops. They normally announce the crowd to the players. <laughs> <laughs> No, honestly, there, there were no more. There were no more than a thousand Aki's fans, yeah. and nine hundred ninety okay. were pure hecklers. This would be crowd two and a half thousand. I would say probably more Hibs fans than Hearts fans, yeah. than Aki's fans. But that is just as certainly a weaker league. <coughs> Aye, this season This season Uh, Let's take a break We'll come back We'll talk more football Let's hear it for the girls Looks at every issue Affecting Scottish women In Scottish sport From the participation To the administration Maureen McGonigal Leaves no stone unturned On all the issues Affecting women's sport In Scotland Focusing on sport From a woman's perspective Let's hear it for the girls Salutes the stars of tomorrow And the legends of today Catch Maureen Every Tuesday evening at 8pm only on Rock Sport Radio Love music Live sport Do you hear that? That's your family coming round to your new house for Sunday lunch Your son opening the door of his first home Visitors arriving at your guest house Friends coming over to watch the football Scottish Building Society offer a range of mortgages so we can turn this into this Scottish Building Society. We've been helping people open doors since 1848. Call us today on 0345 600 4085. Scottish Building Society is authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. William, Pamela and Anthony were sold investments by banks and ended up losing money. Luckily, they contacted Goodwin Barrett and were able to claim back a total of £65,500. If you've lost money on an investment sold by a bank or financial advisor, even if you no longer have the investment or the paperwork, Goodwin Barrett could help. Discover how much you could be owed. Text GOOD to 6677. Text GOOD to 6677 now. It's easy to put things off. I'll sort it tomorrow. It'll wait. Well, turns out if you're a man with prostate disease, the sooner you spot it, the better it can often be treated. So if your dad or brother have had prostate cancer or you're having trouble with your waterworks, do something about it. See your GP or visit prostatescotland.org.uk for more information. Prostate Scotland. 
Pull your finger out. Love music. Live sport. Talking football with Bill Young, Hugh Burns, and Gordon Young on Rock Sport Radio. Okay, talking football for this Monday night. Gordon Young, Hugh Burns with me in the studio. Let's move on. Celtic 6. Uh, Ross County nil. Now, we kind of said that if Celtic went out and played with the pace and the movement that they have uh, when they've been at their best this season, they were going to just sweep Ross County away. And that's pretty much what happened, Youngie. Absolutely. When I said the league wasn't as strong, the, the one team that have been ultra consistent are Celtic. Because of the manner they play, and we made reference earlier about Lenny wanting to get the ball a bit quicker, uh, move things a bit sharper, but the quality they've got in their wide areas, I think they maximise that. That's where I, I, I see their most of their joy coming from. I think their their Forrest, their um, uh, Christie, um, I think the couple of lone ones they've brought in, mm-hmm. they're all dynamic players and they're all positive, direct players. We said that we talked about Rangers earlier on, been side to side and, and prepare to Try and disable, you know, uh, unstable the opposition and, and find that pass. Celtic believe in getting the ball wide, coming inside the pockets and getting down the sides because they've got pace and they've got energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Celtic. And, and that's how they play. Yeah, without a doubt. I watched it this morning. I watched the highlights this morning, but when it was all about pace, and Ross County just couldn't live with it. I know, you know, they, they held on and it was chance after chance, and eventually, you know, a, a terrible clearance for the big centre back for Ross County, similar to Kenny Tavs. No, it, it looked worse than Tavs. I've got to say. How he goes down and tries to head it. But, but why? Well, it's bounced a foot, and you know he's got to adjust his feet, isn't he? I don't know why he's just trying to scoop it away with his head. I've never seen anything like that before. Neither have I. And it just gave obviously Celtic the chance to. Uh, I think it was Big Edward that got the chance, and it's two 0 And then you know it's the floodgates. But um, they did answer the call, you know, and and, and I think on the back of um, being second in the league, we, we had read a couple of times last week that. Now, I don't think they were best pleased sitting in second place. It had hurt a few of them. And I think, you know, the rallying call when the team talked with have been, listen, me go and win, we win as much as we can. And Rangers have got a tough game at Tynecastle. And that just played right into their hands, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Big Edward is, is, for me, really leading the line right now. Right? He's different class. He's got it in the deck. He's got it up top. He can get in behind. He brings players in. Gets in the end of forest crosses. Um, you know, I think he's a difference. For me, um, listen, I want to see Rangers win the league. That there is no doubt. But to go to, to, to the next level, we've got to go on the same run that Celtic go on. OK, yeah, Celtic dropped it, the points at Livingston, which we didn't expect. But uh, I would be surprised if, if, if Celtic go down that road again and lose a game to a, to a Levy or a, you know, a St Mirren or anything. That, that, that's not going to happen. That's how Rangers have got to just dust themselves down after yesterday and keep going because Celtic have got winners in there. We often say that. Youngie, one of the things that was observed about Edward was that people were saying he was a big game player. He turned up in the big games, but not so much the others. He seems to now think it's about scoring goals and every game's a big game for him now, which is a huge positive for Celtic. You've got to remember, he's maturing as a player. He's, he's still a young man. So they'll be working on him. At the start, I like about the Celtic goal scorers. The two wingers score, the striker scores, and your attacking midfield player mm-hmm. scores. And Rodjick doesn't score. Now, to bring Rodjick in and leave Christie out shows you the strength they've got in that area. And they're all attacking players. That's the difference, I think, in this league... Given what you play against week in, week out, if you've got a game plan that involves pace, overloads in the wide area, and you've got a striker that knows where to 
uh, where the back in it is. It's you can get away with having a a couple of lesser players at the back. Yeah, I said to Shug uh, earlier on in the season, and I still think it's it's the case. I like Stuart and I like Stephen. I think, you know, and it works well for them at Ross County that dual role kind of thing. But one of the things that I've said, and I think you'll remember me saying this, I don't think Ross County have adapted to the pace of the Premiership yet. They they kind of stand off. They wait for the ball to come to them rather than going to meet it. They're not as sharp at going for the second balls as they might be. Uh, and I said on Friday, I thought if Celtic actually move with the pace and the movement that you see Celtic at their very best, then they'll just steamroller Ross well, County. Ross County's because they're off points. You know, I, I, I know, but I still I, think they're I, off I, I the pace a bit. I don't, I don't see where you're getting that. I really, I, well, I've heard you saying that. It's I, because when I watch them, I don't see them being as competitive. It's just, it's like, it's even well, when you watch... They're eight points better off in St. Johnson. They're no, five no, better off in... I know that. Hearts I know that. They're not that. too bad, I'm not, say, I'm not saying they're doing badly. I just think they mm. would have done a lot better mm. and maybe not lost by six if they'd have been a bit more on the pace. Well... I just think I just think that sometimes when you see them, the ball's played to the player and the player waits for it rather than going to meet it. You watch other teams and you watch the best teams in the Premiership. They go and meet the ball. They go yeah. and fight for the ball. Well, I, I, I don't know where you're getting that from. I've, I've got to be honest with you. But, but hey, listen, it's all maybe about, I've just eaten too many beans. It's all, Who knows? It's, <laughs> it's all about opinions, but I, I think they've adjusted brilliant. See what you're saying there. I, I think it's the adjustment. If you look at Ross County's shape over the last two or three seasons, it's been 4-4-2, and they've recruited against that. And that's when they've been in the last time in the Premier, when they were down in the Championship, and now they've, they've changed their shape. And I think they're maybe, like you're saying, adapting, that they're maybe trying one or two different things. They're no, I mean, I know 6 nils a, a Sydney McEwen, but they, they're not expecting to go to Parkhead. No, nobody does. No, not at all. Absolutely. So maybe the game, I mean, I've gone with the similar game plans where you've actually been sitting like 4-5-1 and you're hoping that you can frustrate, you know, Celtic. And, but if they get an early goal, then the floodgates open mm. and, and it's Japs coming out of hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that. pretty much it was a, a, you know, a doing, really, to be honest with you. Yeah, it was. Sorry. Yeah. I think the league's weaker this year. So. <laughs> <laughs> Here's an interesting one for you. You guys are football guys. You look at the teams for for the for Saturday and tell me something there that just jumps out at you. Strikers. Where are Look at all the shapes of all the teams. What, what jumps out at you? Aye. All big guys up front? Yep. Don't know. Motherwell was the only team that played the two up front. And they got doing. Well, I'm just looking now, and I was going to say everyone I've seen actually start with one up front, apart from Rangers, who have got the three, but they end up. But with nobody one up plays front. with two. No, you're right. Nobody plays with two because it's no coached in the academies anymore. And now, when you're having to change your game, you're having to ask players to come in and play a position that they've not been coached. Go back in the day, Shug. It was four four two, and teams. You, you you mentioned earlier about the full back. Going an overlap. If I was a winger, I cut. I, I tucked in for you. Mm-hmm. You're talking about when the ball went into the box. You coach one striker short, one one striker long. So now that adaptability in the game's lost because the fans are shooting. Oh, we've only got one up front because we don't know how to play with two up front. Mm-hmm. And Edward can't play with somebody else up front. There's very few players now, and and that might sound a bit controversial or damning, but there's very few players. And you look at the Premiership in England, they can play with two up front. Mm-hmm. Interesting to get back about the boy at Hibs. When he would play at Forest Green and having been in England in the lower leagues, they're, they're 
predominantly 4-4-2 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there's two big boys up front they'll go down the side of you they'll go down the channels they'll get balls in the box and it's a different type of football so now we're maybe trying to put round pegs and square holes mm-hmm. and expecting a result yeah I very seldom see two and and, and and they've said often you know why the manager doesn't play with Defoe and Morelos as a two but it, can they play together no because I've seen Morelos he's quite well. frustrated if there's anybody about him he likes his own space in there so it tends to be uh, Edward likes to, to lead the line but you could see that wee edge and that wee spring that, that Ross County used to play. Well, let me ask you a question, because I asked this question, if you remember, a couple of weeks ago. Are we sacrificing talent for format now? Is, is, the formation, is the formation the thing now, rather than the talent or the individual flair of a player? That yeah. depends on your, your, your club culture. Some some clubs are trying to install right through the academies that they want to play a certain way. I disagreed when I was academy director because a club that I was at, we never knew what type of manager we would get. So we you'd tried to make the kids as flexible as possible so that when any incumbent manager came in, they would be adapted to play different systems. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is how an academy should work, mm-hmm. unless you're Barcelona or you're, you're Swansea or your or clubs that play are rigid and they recruit a manager to, to suit the shape. I think the rest of us... I've got an obligation to get the best players and get them a, find them a way in the game. And that's even Scotland. We've not got a way to play the national team. No, I agree with you. We've got to find a way round about the players we've got mm-hmm. rather than an ideology. Come back and maybe the Kamarnock boy. He's come in with an ideology, but he's not got the players to play it. So you've then got to revert back to type and they're getting success. Mm-hmm. And many, Ross County go back to type, they're a better team. How many times have we had this conversation about managers trying to play in a way where they haven't got the quality of the players to actually do it? Do it? Yeah, totally. That's what Young is saying, and, and it's very true, and suddenly you know, they've got a bit of egg in their face and they've got to go back to basics, and that's what, what, what turns it for them. Um, but some of the teams are not capable of flipping the system. Going back, going back to the game, you know, for for, for me, um, so a couple of individual mistakes. Ferros County, you're not expecting them to get anything for the game anyway. I think it'll be the disappointing is the margin six. You get yeah. a spanking, you're up the road, and you go, you know, it probably could have been worse. So they'll not be bothering. No, no. Well, I, I wouldn't say they'll not be bothering, youngie. They're still professional football. I know, players, but in the bigger scheme of things, it'll be hard to no. take. But it's expected that they're going to go and lose a few goals. But I think, I think that was a statement for Celtic, sadly. Definitely, to, to, to reduce the deficit on the goals. Which makes it all the more disappointing when you see Rangers going out and playing the way they did at Hearts, that they didn't respond to the challenge that was chucked at them. Well, at the end of the day, you know, I know Celtic had lost last time out, played against Livingston, disappointing, and uh, they've bounced back. They've bounced back with six, we've dropped two, only scored a goal, deficits, you know, now nothing if anything and uh, the pressure's back on but it's going to go the distance anyway we know that but um, what what scares me is Celtic have been the distance they know what it's like for, for to be under a bit of pressure maybe not under pressure for a while Bill but the fact that they've got players who have won things for me my scare is they can kick on again which is a point I've been making for the last season mm-hmm. that Celtic have got winners in the team that know how to win without a doubt and that's where we are struggling you know when you look at the Rangers team and there is no if anything Steve Davis is a probably only winner in there that really has won any honours if anything am I right in saying that I'm yeah, goalie the goalie goalie and Davis you goalie I, th- I don't think there's much more the problem maybe I don't know if I get see, to... I thought you were a bit sad on Davis because yesterday I can see him picking up the ball and he's got a picture in his head and see if nobody runs or nobody moves he needs to change the picture in his head and yeah. I think 
there's no one off. But he, he made Coming a couple in, of slack passes, aye, young. I'll give you that. Couple of packs, he's a good you know, player. Aye, he's a good, I'm not saying he's no. I think he's been Rangers' best player for the past four, five, six weeks. And but you know you've got to keep doing I that. I disagree with you. Ryan Jack for me has been Rangers' standout player this season. I definitely missed him. No, I'm he's been their standout yeah, player this just season. Come up from my throat. Come up from my throat. <laughs> right, calm down, big man. Right? You know what I mean? Circle the wagons. Right, you just made. Wagons. You just made a comment. I just said I right. disagreed Stand with you. Two <laughs> minutes earlier, you said that dis- you disagreed oh, with you. No, you. No, You're allowed no, to disagree no, with people no, and nobody no, else's. No, no, Listen, no, this is a one-horse town, big man. I am the sheriff. Oh, going to get your badge. You're going to get your badge. You know. So no, I think I think Davis has been outstanding he's, he has been probably one of the better players do you want me to put it that way Bill? <laughs> uh, so I think I think he's been good uh, yesterday we're expecting Steve Davis to galvanise the team and turn them round and get them playing better and I think that didn't happen but on the back of what we've been talking about 6-0 as they're doing you're up the road tail between the leg dust yourself down as young as says who do they play next week uh, who are we know. talking about Ross County yep Hibs at Easter oh. Road Difficult. That's a bit toughy. Wait a minute, Hibs are not exactly putting teams to bed, so you know it might not be a bad one for them. You know, not a bad one for them. But you know, to go Hibs at Easter Road. Well, Ross County, you know, you look at it as a player, and you're, and you're running down that tunnel to go and play in front of sixty thousand, you know, fans. What you know, what, what an occasion it is for them, and they'll learn for that, and they'll grow for that, and they'll gain a lot from it. Listen, going to Easter Road, they'll start relating back to what they got out of Tyne Castle. Correct. That's so right. you know. Well, again, that's why I think the. The Celtic game will be. I thought you were going to say that's why I think the league's no. not strong this Did you, season. I agree with you, Bill. He's right. Well, you know, they're, they're no budgeting to, to, for three points there, so no nice to get five and six yeah. to, to zip. But mm. it's a uh, it's reality. They're not the first. they will not be the last. Um, my everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was coming so Oh God, youngies quoting Barry White songs. Uh, listen, let's move on and speak about uh, uh, St Mirren against St Johnston. Uh, Jim Goodwin couldn't buy a goal before that game, but had a great defensive record. Uh, Tommy just didn't know what a goal was, uh, so it was it was one of those ones again where we just had it as a stick on draw. I well, think. we did, and and obviously going into it, you're talking two teams short in confidence and and lacking just you know um, they just that know how how to win the game. And um, it, listen, we, we we didn't probably even see um, St. Martin scoring two, you know, two like two goals, far less just a winner. So. What a great result it is when you look at it. Um, it it's like, and you know, seemingly like it was a wonder goal for, for, from the kid down at St Myrna. I'm not even going to try and say his name. Obika, is it Obika? Once more. I'd rather score six easy goals than one like this. But listen, what a great result. But again, Lindsay Hearn's doing the report and he's saying that Tommy Wright savaged these soft centred Saints after their collapse in Paisley and Xander Clark admits their boss was spot on. So... Again, it's it's great for Jim Goodwin, not great for Tony uh, for Tommy Wright, and uh, just things are not right right now at McDermott. But I tell you what, what a result that has for St Man because it just gets them in that wee pack down there, gives them a wee bit of confidence and uh, all to play for. But it's uh, it's a shame what's happening at St at St Johnson for me. We were Time talking, change, we were talking young earlier on about. Uh, about Derek McInnes and as he hit the glass ceiling, has Tommy kind of been a couple of seasons at that glass ce- ceiling? Is it now time? Has Tommy gone as far as he can go with St. Johnson? Is it time for him to look 
for something else as a new challenge. I think he missed a trick a couple of seasons ago. I think his stock was really high and he was in a great position for maybe one or two jobs a lot higher um, than, than St Johnston. And now you kind of get dragged into this mundane, this, this is the level they're at. I'm surprised because I thought he recruited pretty well. See, bringing in Stevie May, uh, bringing in um, a Holt, I think there's one or two players that are better than mm-hmm. the results are, yeah, are proven. Right. That's a massive result he for said, St Martin. Listen, he said yesterday in his interview, he feels as if he's assembled his strongest squad, and I said that I'd in Friday as well, than he feels he has done in the last two or three seasons. So he thinks he's getting let down with his players, Bill. So he got more out of lesser players, that's what you're saying. Aye. Aye. Players are not, the players who we think are bigger name players are not doing it for him. And that'll be the frustrating thing, because he knows he's got ability in there. And we've mentioned, Young has mentioned the players. I think the boy Ralston for Celtic's a yep. good player. I think Jason Holt's a good player yep. for St Johnston. I think Dre Wright, I'm going <laughs> through the team again. Can I, no, no, can I just say something which is quite strange? And, and probably you'll laugh at this one. <laughs> but you see the people that you've just reeled off? Uh-huh. They're all people who have gone there by default. Yeah, no, Bill, but Ralston they've all came from bigger teams, aye, Bill. Aye, but they've gone by default. They didn't go because they wanted to go. No, but, Bill... They went they because they were offloaded. Yeah, by bigger teams. Aberdeen's bigger than St. Johnson for yeah, Stevie I, I'm May. Not arguing Jason that point. Jason Holtz at Rangers. OK, was at Fleetfoot? I'm not arguing Fleet that food. point. Fleetfoot. Fleetwood. Fleet 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 That's easy for you to say. Fleet Fleetfoot. Fleetwood. Aye. And, and, the point and I'm making is that none of them chose to go to St. Johnson But who's going into St. Johnson in a blaze of glory, Bill? No, I agree. Who's going there? Who's going there in a blaze of glory? but there's a problem if he's the best squad he's had in two or three seasons and at the bottom of the table as you say and I quote Mm -hmm. Mr Burns Mm -hmm. the league doesn't lie no it doesn't lie but that's where he's frustrating and and I heard his interview it's very frank very honest and he says I'll be honest with you I feel right now with that squad that I've got it's the strongest squad that I can put together and it's the strongest squad I've had for a long time why are they not performing for him? well you know players can go off the boil a lot of players go off the boil at one time and, and you're struggling and I think that might just be what's happening. They're better than what the results are showing. Well, they they play Hamilton at home on Saturday. That's the next game. Yeah. That, that's a massive game. Well, you think Hamilton are rotten, so you I would do. fancy St. Johnson. Well, if they, but if they weren't, if they weren't good enough to beat a, a lesser Hamilton team because they're not as good this year, mm. then I think there's problems there. Okay. Might go up to that game actually Saturday if you drive up to that. The problem is that if they were to get a result and everybody around them got a result, it wouldn't change anything. And so therefore the psychology of it is still pretty devastating. A win's a win, Bill. We'll do anything for a win regardless. Yeah, but there's nothing more frustrating. It's like, have you ever seen these pools that they buy? They're about this wide and they go for about 12 foot. And all it is is a wave that keeps coming at you and you keep swimming, but you don't get anywhere. Mm. Must be you to swim, isn't it? And it's just, I'm a good <laughs> swimmer, this, this believe is, it or not. This is one of these. I'm a very good swimmer. This is one of these uh, junctions in the, in the season where you've got a, a double header. You've got Saturday and Wednesday. That that can be, you can get absolutely derailed here, mm-hmm. or you can bring everybody back together. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with the, with the top six. You, you pick up six points the next two games, and the fixtures are favourable. Mm-hmm. You then look back and say, what was all the, the, the panic and the hassle? On the other hand, if you wanted to pick up anything and run about you, it's another four away for you. It's another five away for you. Th- Somebody got a double when it's I six away for you. You're now coming into the winter now. We're, we're going up to Christmas. Then a couple of double headers there. See by January. You're in. Well, be going. we talk about this every season, youngie. We sit here now and we say it's only nine games in. So we're just over a quarter of the, the season in. 
But see the way the clock ticks from now until January and the January window. And then you look at the January window. And how many times have people said, see when you look at the league, the team that's at the bottom of the league in the January window is the team that usually goes down. Mm-hmm. I've been there. There's a trend. There's a trend in your club. And back to the habits, you can... I mean, I go back talking... We'd nine games. We lost nine games for a winning position. We were gone down. That was in the stars. That, that, it didn't matter. Your nine games that you're winning and you lose the game, that's telling you what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And you can dress up any way you want. You can try and keep people upbeat and buoyant, and you go one game, two game, three games, you're now going six and seven. We're all creatures of habit. You just go into, here we go. They expect it, and they'll be expecting that. If they don't beat Hamilton, they'll be expecting it. I mean, if they don't beat Hamilton, you've got to say, you've you've got a major problem. Well, it's a club that, that are known to have well, a change. two months to yeah. the January window well, they're not, they, Aye, And that goes quickly. You know, Aye. they don't change their manager a lot at St. Johnson. You, you see that, you know, and the managers that they've had, they did at McInnes's, they own Coils. You know, they've, they've all did well. You start with Derek, or you start with Oni, then Derek, then Tommy. You know, Tommy worked under Derek, I think, am I right in saying? Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, you look at that, that must be the guts of what? 10 years plus anyway, that they've no change in the manager. Tommy's there, long, must be the longest serving manager in the, in the league now, you would think. Can he be far away? No, I thought so. Yeah. Well, another thing about, you know, psychology in the game. I spoke to Alec Cleland last week because we've got a player on loan. So I was asking, you know, about was he available for the, for the cup tie. And I, I'm always keen to find out what the teams are doing in the international break. Derek McInnes gave the team the full week off. And X said, we can't give them. Because the perception the fans is, we're bottom the league and we're giving them a holiday. But if you're a player, sometimes just a break. Away. Yeah. Getting away from the place. Mm-hmm. And also getting yourself back to family life and getting your body regenerated. And that didn't surprise me on Saturday. Having, you know, we say, no, you know, we, we had to keep the guys in, keep them working, keep them working, keep them working. But we made a decision at the start of the season. Here's our periodisation programme. And I know Celtic do it. Aberdeen, Derek's very good at it. He says, look, on the international break, you lobby off for a week. So you tell your missus that, you make plans, you maybe nick away five days to Tenerife. You feel better. Life's good. Whereas I felt with that comment, which I totally understood because we were in the same position at United, that we couldn't give them it because of the fans' perception that you were giving them a holiday. Mm-hmm. And they, they don't get that. You kind of keep flogging the horse all the time, mm-hmm. as you know, Bill. <laughs> Especially no. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. But, so. you know, you look at it now and you've got to say... It's not looking good for St. Johnson. You, I mean, I've got to be honest. Well, that's an understatement. I've been it? I've been seeing them on the telly. I've not seen them other than on the telly. But you see, when you see the highlights, you see all the opportunities they get, and they're making chances. But there's no confidence there. Nobody's taking them. Yeah, even me, Matty Kennedy's been off the boil. We thought he might have turned it again a little bit. And Stevie May, you know, that that's no exactly. Well, I've got to be honest. Stevie May doesn't surprise me because Stevie May wasn't scoring goals at Aberdeen. Yeah, I know, but even still, the Stevie May of old, before he went to Sheffield Wednesday, would create things for players as well. He looked fitter, he looked hungrier before he got his good move down to England. This is not the Stevie May that we know. For, you know, for, I said to you about sure. trends come in. They played Motherwell a couple of weeks ago at, at uh, McDermott, and Motherwell were poor that day, and St John's got a penalty. And May hasn't scored yet since he came back, mm. and the little left back take it, mm-hmm. and he misses it. See, to me, that's where the whole gear. I'm the striker, I'm the big. I'm the marquee signing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting off the mark here. He's the ball. And I'm the fan's hero. Yeah. And they beat Mullow. 
in the game. These wee things, I just haven't been involved. You know the the, the psychology the, of the, the game. Sign, but the signs are there, Bill. You try your and the manager will be trying his best. Eck will be trying his best. They'll be they'll be trying different training, no methodology, but they'll, they'll look at you know maybe different uh, formats that they'll how they train, how long they train, that type of thing. You know what will they work on? And um, but see when the trend sets. It's hard to break. Do you know the worrying thing, guys? And I've seen this before at other clubs. You get to a point where it's not let's do this because it's the right thing to do. It's let's do this because it's the only thing we haven't tried. Correct. Mm-hmm. And that happens. And then you go back to the the players. I've seen you all go to players and say, "What are you thinking? What are you not comfortable with?" <laughs> and if players are weak mentally, they can't tell you. Mm-hmm. So you're now double guessing yourself. And you'll try wee things. You'll you'll you maybe try somebody in a different position, or you'll um, you just things like your pre pre match meal. You'll, yeah. You'll try anything you want to stay in the night before. You'll you'll try anything to break it. Be interesting to see how St Mirren kick on if they do. Who do they play in next? Terms. Let's see who they've got for uh, for next. Well, well that's interesting, Bill. St Mirren, St Mirren go to Kelly. They're down at Rugby Park. Lovey Hearts, Hibs Ross County, obviously the Old Firm play Sunday. Rangers entertain Motherwell. That's a three points home win. Does it give you the next midweek fixture? Celtic go to Aberdeen. No. Celtic go to Aberdeen. Uh, Sunday. On the Sunday. Yeah, interesting that one. Uh, before the Rangers game, before the kick-off. But it'll be interesting to see whether that wee bit of confidence kicks in now with the strikers at St Mirren and they can kind of get a couple of results. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, as I say, it was a great result. I know, uh, you know, as points go, it doesn't really move them that far away, but it still gets them four away for the bottom dogs and a point clearer of, uh, of Hibs, who you're expecting to get better, but suddenly, you know, a wee win, a wee bit of confidence, I think it's all about confidence, but you know, you look at St Martin get another win, and you know, they keep up just sitting underneath the, the top six here, so a couple of wins in that league, Bill, and, and, they're, and they're all in a pack suddenly. And the other thing is as well, you know, St Johnson are not beating the teams around them, and we've said how many times, you need to beat the teams that are around you when you're down that end. Yeah, it's a tough ask, you do wonder... How f- how how far the Browns will let it go? Um, because general feeling is it'll be Tommy that walks. It'll not be them that get rid of him. Well, uh, Jeff Brown and Steve Brown have done a fantastic job, and I think backed him a lot over the years. But uh, listen, all great things come to an end. We all know that, and uh, you know, managers, football managers, is no different. And uh, on that point, I will agree with you and say that's it for us for tonight, boys. Thank the show you is very over. much. The show's over. Mm-hmm. It's back to the Grand Ole Opry for me, and I'll <laughs> see you tomorrow, guys. Thanks very much. Uh, Gordon Young and Hugh Burns with us every Monday. Uh, let me just remind you, tapes up. Speedway coming up next. Oh. I'll be back tomorrow where we'll talk more football. Join me then between six and eight. Enjoy the rest of your evening, and thank you for taking the time to join us tonight here on Rock Sport Radio. See you for more talking football. Love music. Live sport. Talking football with Bill Young, Hugh Burns and Gordon Young on Rock Sport Radio.